Hi, this is Relop. What happened last time? Merc woke up to find Relop missing. He and Hulg were attacked by a black tarry ooze. I checked on the well-being of my family, as well as the status of the Bishop's Council after night's day. I met with Grand Inquisitor Eudas, who believed that Feridwin may have escaped in some form to a realm called the Shadowfell, a realm not fully understood by Lucite society. He also informed me that Handsome Monsorum is dead. Sovadon, the rogue paladin from the Steely Troop, has gone missing, and Wabber Wagahal has been cleared for release. In our search for Relop, we fought shadow demons beneath the cathedral, and, rather unceremoniously, found Relop standing in the streets of Lucidum. Relop, you went to bed in the Laughing Halfling. Merc was kind of snoring across the room in the other bed. Drifted off to sleep, kind of thought about some of the things that had been happening recently and your thought about maybe which spells you might prep for the morning, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of running through a few things in your head and just sort of drift off. And when you wake up, you sort of sit up and realize that you're sitting on the, on the ground. There's little tufts of grass coming up around you. And you get the smell of home, right? Like it's the wood. Okay. Do I recognize it? Um, not exactly. I mean, not specifically, but it's it looks it looks very much like the probably the border wood, not necessarily the deep wood from okay. where, from you know where you you had spent some time and your your family had settled at one point. You, you kind of look up and around, and there's some bees floating around in the air and. It's just, for a moment, it's really quaint and peaceful. And then you sort of look in front of you, and it, he hadn't been there a second ago. It was like, out of nowhere, materializes a human. And he's you're basically just sort of sitting up, and he's sitting cross-legged in front of you, maybe maybe 10 feet in front of you. And he has um, kind of light, pale blue robes on. He's got gray, short-cropped hair gray eyes that pretty much matches hair, and a little thin mustache across the top of his lip. Hello? Hello. This is not the Laughing Halfling. No, it is It is decidedly not the Laughing Halfling. Where are we? Well, we're, we're away. I'm going to actually use my uh, force gnome, speak with small and smaller beasts. Okay. Are there any animals around? Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a little squirrel skittering by near about 20 feet away. Call over to him. Do you know where we are? It stops and looks at you and in its little chittering language just says, It's the wood. And then he goes on, moves on about his business. The human says, It's a relap. I've kind of been watching you for a little while. And you know that it's just a matter of time before you're picked up by the light bearers. Yeah, that's kind of something that I'm working on preparing myself for. Are you a light bearer? Um, technically, yes. Do I have any of my spells prepared? Yeah, we're basically we're going to say that you you kind of got yourself prepped before you went to sleep. So you're for, you're it's, you're effectively waking up fresh for the day. Okay, cool. You do not actually have your staff with you. Oh. You know, your, your clothes on you, the, the cloak is on you, mm-hmm. and, you know, you, you keep all of your regents sort of 
you right. know, stashed away in little places in your in your clothes. So you do have that kind of stuff. You just don't have your actual spell book with you okay. for you know. But again, you wouldn't need it if you're waking up fresh. Okay. So is this is this the border wood that we're in? He says, "Don't get too hung up on where we are." What I would like is a little validation to know that I am right about the bard relop. Any sort of gestures behind you does a little nod, so you'll look look behind you. I'll glance back there. And out of a sort of coming into this clearing, there are several little padracks running sort of your direction. You know, spears in hand, little draconic faces all all sneering and, and snarling. Their scales are sort of shining with sort of a red gold, and they are converging on you. How many are there? Ten of them. God. Okay. Want to roll initiative? Sure. All right. That sounds great. It's 21. Wow. All right. So, you, they rolled well too, but uh, not 21. Now, you do know from your time in the in the wood, and you certainly have done your research on Padrax, you know that they are dangerous up close when there's a pack of them, right? They will definitely do a lot of damage to you if they get to you. Right. And I don't have any bard spells that cross over. I'm going to go ahead and... uh... Just for a second, they freeze. Literally, like, stop mid-air. And he says, I wouldn't worry about whether or not you're going to show me anything specific. Slings are not going to help. You need to stop these things or they are going to to tear you up. And then, snap, everything starts moving again. They're coming in sort of at a, almost at a V, sort of siphoning, like a cone. They're moving in towards you. So they started all sort of in different spots, but they're all starting to converge as they get closer to you. And they're coming from behind me? Yes. I mean, at this point, you both have, he's he's effectively standing behind, or sitting behind you now as you've turned around and you're seeing these padracks coming to you. Because they're going to, they'll reach you before they ever reach him. Right. I'm going to go ahead and turn tail and run my 25 feet okay directly towards him towards uh towards the padrax no towards the uh human oh okay i'm gonna pull out my parrying candle and i'm going to wait until they're sufficiently grouped that i can get a good chunk of them gotcha all right yeah um really if you want to wait and get all 10 in you can do that but it's kind of like you're going to time it just so that you're going to hit them if they drop perfect if they don't they're probably going right. probably going to have some padracks on you okay so i'll go ahead and fire off one of the charges of the peering cannon okay i hit my uh, i got a lot for the will parse oh so you're dumping the whole thing no no it's dc 10 so oh i'm sorry okay yeah. gotcha i thought you said uh, 15 right yeah, yeah. Gotcha. no it's 15 for the for the resisting the gotcha charge 29 points okay. of damage all right even if they save, that fries all of them, right? So they, this fireball bursts up. They all sort of squeal, and a few of them sort of get blown, you know, sort of out of this, out of the space. And the the fire almost sort of dissipates as fast as it uh, comes in, and they're just sort of charred, lifeless bodies laying there. Pull out my loot. Just start <laughs> tingling them on. And the uh, the peering candle still has charges on it, right? Just so. Sort of. One left. So one left. Yep. All right. So you're basically standing next to the guy, right? Right. And he's he's still sitting. Right. 
And he says, a wand? Really? A wand? You're just going to keep playing the game, huh? As long as I need to. As long as I'm in your land, I'll play the game. I think your culture's a little behind the times. Well, I agree with you. Well, I have to do what I have to do to get through this land, so... So you're leaving this land soon, right? I plan on it, yeah. Unless I visit Pulo again. I'm thinking that that uh, we might be able to, to help each other out. Okay. I represent a faction within the Lightbearers. We call, call ourselves the Liberum. The Liberum? Liberum. Just for your sake, it's L-I-B-E-R-U-M. We believe that the Lightbearers are holding back humanity. I would agree with you. And we're interested in maybe going further than they're willing to go, which does involve some some magics that maybe are are legal or frowned upon in, in Lucite society. And we sometimes watch for bards such as yourself mm-hmm. who might be willing to, to help us out from time to time. What do you need? Well, seeing as how you are planning to leave town and possibly roam the realm or, you know, go to wherever it is that you're going. We are looking for an item, and if you'd be willing to retrieve one for me and bring it back or or have it delivered, or I could have someone fetch it from you somehow, but somehow or other get this thing to us, I would compensate you with possibly an equal value item, something that might help you in your bard use. Does this item have a name? We're looking for an orb of Vinra. Orb of Vinra? Mm-hmm. V-I-I-N-R-A-H. There are several of them. Most of them are accounted for and not particularly available. One of the things that I thought you, you might be interested in is that you could probably use the orb of Venra to possibly see if your brother is out there somewhere. Like I said, I've been kind of watching you for a while, right? Your left eye is narrow a little bit. I don't believe I caught your name. You can call me Quinn. Quinn? What exactly does an orb of Venra do? They're spheres, probably made of crystal. They're full of sort of swirling colorful magic of some sort and different sort of rainbow colors and they can be used with the scrying spell which is i know a little higher than a bard such as yourself would be able to use but if you can get a hold of something like that and the scrying spell you might be able to see if you can locate that long lost brother of yours of course after that i would like the orb delivered to me or handed off well seeing as how we are not in a wood, and we uh, none of my companions are here. I have a funny feeling that I'm going to accept this because I don't have anywhere else to go. Where do you think the orb is located? Well, I'm going to give you, if you agree to help me out, I'm going to give you a little bit of information. I have some scribing that I've had done on, on the research that, that we have done on this. The problem is that I, I can't necessarily leave to go find this myself, and so I'm asking someone such as yourself to, to see if they find it in their travels. 
So I've got two specific locations. I don't care which one you look into. It's completely up to you. But we do know that there is one that's in a dragon's horde in the Ungrak Peaks. Okay. I'm familiar. And from what I've come to find, he, he sees it as a bauble. You know, nothing necessarily that he would think of as a, as a great treasure. It's right. a dragon, so I'm sure anything that he would take from his, from his hoard would be missed. But right. it, he wouldn't maybe think that you're going after that. Okay. The other one is supposedly buried in the ruins of Meridor in the tomb of Variamus. Variamus was an eldritch knight from the First Empire. And as far as I can tell, his tomb has not been located or disturbed. You said the ruins of Meridor? The ruins of Meridor. I'm not familiar with that. They are south of Fire's Heart in western in the western realm. Oh, they're at the south end of, of Lake Umbrum. Okay. And again, I'll give you some paperwork that might help you in some of the details. I don't have a treasure map for you. There's no <laughs> X marks the spot, but it might lead you in that direction if you had head that way. Okay. But what I'm telling you, too, is that if you were to help me with this, I, I would return the favor with something you would definitely appreciate. I would find, you know, I have access to magical artifacts that may be wouldn't be something you could buy in Lucidum or even Princehold. Well, how would, how would I reach you, provided I get one of these orbs for you? He puts a scroll case in front of you. Go on. It'll only contact me. We can write back and forth. Okay. Is this uh, one of the scroll cases that I believe I'm familiar with? Yes, except that it only talks to me. So casual passing glance would make it apparent that I'm a wizard in good stead in this area? Passing glance, yes. Okay. So, you'll help me out? Quinn, I do believe we have a deal. Excellent. Here's a little something else for you as well. He hands you two scrolls. He says one is for now and one is for later. Can I tell what kind of scrolls they are? Um, Not at first glance. It's a lot of, you know, arcane writing, but it would take you ten minutes to... You know, spend some time with it when he's when he's done. He also hands you a, a very fine leather bag. The bag itself is probably worth about twenty-five gold, and it's full of coin. And he says this should cover any materials that you would need to memorize those spells. One of them, like I said, you're going to have to wait for because I'm, I don't think you're quite ready for it. But when the time comes, it will be very useful to you. Okay, I will shake his hand. Quinn, I believe we've got a deal. Quick follow-up question. Can you get me back to the Laughing Half? I can. Excellent. All right. So he basically, you know, shakes your hand and, and stands up, and he just sort of walks off, and you're kind of wondering, I, like, um, <laughs> can I, well, you know, that kind of thing. And the place starts to sort of almost like melt around you. It basically melts into the room at the Laughing Halfling. And so when you sit up in, in your bed, and you know it wasn't a dream, right? Right. Like this is very clear. In fact, the, the bag is with you. And you sit up and you look down and your stuff is missing. Like your staff isn't there. Your, your pack isn't there. Merc is not there. There's a big black tarry mess at the doorway on the floor. 
and along one wall there's sort of a streak of black coming down and the room sort of smells of burnt hair and a little bit of like a rot like a dumpster like rotting meat almost okay can i open the door and get out without touching this stuff yeah you can step around it all right i'll excuse myself from room and go down and see how boblin's doing okay is boblin Mm -hmm. there Yes, and uh, well, he's and he's kind of up and up and moving too, right? And they, when they see you, they kind of start. And they go, "Oh, I think your friends are looking for you." Um, were you upstairs? Yeah, I need to clean the rooms. I need to make sure I know who's where. Wait, um, what day is it? Oh, it's uh, it's the the, the seventh. Seventh. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, excellent. Are uh, you feeling much better? I, I yes, I am. Thank you very much. I appreciate. Oh. Appreciate your help. Can we get you some, get you some lunch? I would, I would love some stew if you're up for it. Uh, otherwise, just a mead. Sure, It'll be fine. Yep, yep. The missus it could sit a little, little longer probably, but I think it's probably ready. So we'll see what we have for you. Okay, you're feeling all right though. Oh yes, thank you very much. Good. So you eat it up, and it is, it, it's still really good right right you can tell it that it hasn't sat it has, it has, right so you eat and uh, you've got a bag full of gold that quinn handed you all right well i'm gonna basically just chat up what's what's the wife's name again hazel hazel i'm just gonna is there anyone else in the in with us there's one other guy kind of an older dude who is just sort of Having, his, having some lunch, he must have come in from elsewhere and just not staying. He just came like in, a lunch came break in for sort a bite. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'll just uh, talk to Hazel and Boblin, see how okay. they're faring. Because right. I know Boblin had a rather rough day yesterday. So. Sure. All right. I'll chat you up a little bit. and I'll just visit with them and kind of absentmindedly count however much is in the bag. Okay. There is uh, 700 gold in the bag, and you... Are you going to uh, take a look at the scrolls a little bit yeah, while yeah. you're there, too? So we get 10 minutes or so you get right, through. Right. So you, one of them is a second-level spell, okay. which is its blindness and deafness. Blind, blindness slash deaf, deafness, yep. however you want to say that. And the other one is a fifth-level scroll of scrying. Excellent. So he's giving you the option to use that orb if you were to find one. Right, right. The, and you also actually recognize, you know, from when you were when you were purchasing things at the fur-lined life at mm-hmm. the, the leather shop with, right. with Toto the Gnome. That's just about right. Like The material cost to learn those two spells would cost you about 700 About gold. 700 So it, was, okay. it makes sense that that's what he gave you. Okay. Cool. He also gave you a few in that bag. There were a few other scrolls, not of you know magical means, but like it's information about about these about the, orbs and about the two places and kind of the information. It's spotty information. Right. But they're, it's the kind of thing that we're... You might be able to draw some draw some information later on, or okay. if, if you if we hear something that sort of jumps out from the scroll, you know. And I figured we'll just figure worry about that as we get closer to one of those places. Right, right. Did Boblin or uh, Hazel mention where everyone went or when they left? They went out this morning, and I think they're looking for you. Okay. All right. I'll go ahead and uh, retreat to the uh, sort of corner table that we're always meeting at. Okay. And just eat some stew and cast into the scroll case. Speaking of scroll cases, I'd like to, if I can, once that guy leaves, if I've got about uh, ten minutes, I'd like to cast Identify on the scroll case. Okay. So I can get a feel for... Because the uh, Nistel's Magic Aura gives me 
the ability to imbue it with like a specific oh, okay. spell type. So you sort of study that mm-hmm. and, and see I just if you want to double check: it. is it scrying that that scroll case is kind of using? You know, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd be able to say that offhand without giving it some thought. Um, okay, that's what that's what I've been using for my because after thirty days I can like it's a permanent fixture on it. Sure. And yeah, I use divination for the. Uh, that's why I've been sure. casting we'll, it. We'll, yeah, we'll call it a divination okay. aura. That makes sense. Cool, cool, cool. Works for me. All right, all right. So time goes, and nobody seems to show up at the halfling. Are you gonna go looking for them? I have no idea where they'd be. Did they say when they were coming back? Uh, either Hazel or they didn't. Mm-mm. They just no. They were. They seemed concerned. So I, you know, I'm glad you're here, but maybe you should find a way to contact them or go, you, you know, go get them. Right. You know that uh, human. That been traveling with? Did he have a big old stick with him when he left? Uh, oh, I don't know. He's got so many things hanging off him. Yeah. Big, big swords and such. Right, right. Okay. They didn't say where they were headed, did they? Uh, no, they didn't, they didn't tell me much. I'm sorry. That's all right. Okay. All right. I will... I'll just go out and... Is it still kind of overcast or... It's uh, a, l- a little bit, and there's kind of a haze in the air, but it's a much better today than it was yesterday. I'll go ahead and uh, just kind of meander and occasionally cast a message for Merc. Okay. And that, yeah, that's how how far away is it? Um, it is 120 feet. So okay. It's, so yeah, so you're kind of shooting it out, that kind yeah. of thing. You kind of remember that he had talked about setting up a horse and stuff, you know, and so right. you, you think, well, maybe he's... Maybe I could head that direction a little bit, kind of towards the stables. That's kind of what I was thinking anyway, because I need to pick up uh, spell components right. from the, what was the name of the place again? The Fur-Lined Life. Fur-Lined Life. All right. So, yeah, I'll so, head that direction. And sure. As you head that direction, you're, you're getting closer to the stables. You know that that's kind of where the leather shop was, just sort of just east of that. And as you get closer, you recognize that there's smoke coming from that direction. So something, say, you know, there's smoke throughout town in different places right, right. because of the night's day. And as you get closer, you realize that the Furline life has been burnt to the ground. Like it's just gone. And you're standing there and you're sort of holding your hands over your face. Mm-hmm. And you look up and there's the party standing in the street. All right. Everybody's, uh, everybody but Zan is standing in front of the remains of the, the burnt-down leather shop, the fur-lined life, and there's Relop. Brother, where have you been? That's an excellent question. Uh, uh, so, why do you keep putting so much trash in the, in the bag? What trash are you talking about? The slime that crawled out and tried to kill me. Well, almost killed me. Thanks. That wasn't you guys? What? That stuff that was in our room? The slime, I mean, the slime called out of your bag, and we, the two of us, well, I should say he killed it. Oh, I also threw away the mask. That's good, Paul. Yeah, it was starting to stink. I wasn't there. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Maybe a little less on the bobbles there. Right. As I walk up to him, I'm pouring out this bag of inventory, and I'm pulling the staff out, and like handing it back to him. Okay. Thank you. Is everything okay, Relap? Yeah, everything's fine. Oh. Just, uh... Hmm. Needed to proverbially see a man about a horse. Speaking of horses... Sable okay? What happened to here? You know what happened here? I have no idea. I just came looking for you guys. I look around, are any of the other buildings burnt down or just the front line life? (laughs) Yeah, the the buildings next to it have scorched and stuff. This is the one that really took the, the brunt of it, it seems, in this area. 
So I, I would think it was part of the city fire. Quite possibly. Yeah, some, I mean, something must have originated here at this building because it's the only one that's totally down in this on this block. So, Relop, you went to go find a horse? No, he said proverbially. You know, that, like, a story. Mm. Yeah, where were gotcha. you guys? Did you guys not stay at the inn? I mean, we went looking for you when you weren't there in the morning. I was there. No, no. you weren't. Alright, well, we'll have to agree to disagree on that point. Do we have any other business in town, or...? Um, well, we probably need to get a hold of Zan and stop her, uh, citywide search of you, and then, uh... What? Yeah. <laughs> she was, uh, trying to organize the church to search for you. We probably ought to go stop that. We've been worried all morning looking for you. Well, I was just in my room. You were not in your room. Were you, like, hiding invisible from us? No. You do not see the fight between the, the tar ooze. Yeah. Of death. That, that I had to go in and save Merc's life because you weren't there to babysit him. <laughs> are, are you feeling sick? No, I'm fine. I'm great. I'm going to feel his forehead. <laughs> do the top of his head. All right. What are you, stop. Mark, I want to use divine sense. Do I sense anything uh, weird going on with him? I think he's an illusion. I try to push him over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Relop, you get pushed over by this big high orc hand. <laughs> is my divine sense? Well, at least uh, I got is that the one where that kind of looks for Detect things like... Celestial, so, Fiend, and um, Undead. No, he's... Yeah, it's... Okay. Nothing jumps out at you. And he, I'm going to throw some mud at him. Would you stop? What, what are you <laughs> just, doing? <laughs> just stop. It didn't go through, so okay. I think he's here, guys. Like... What, the didn't, staff didn't, didn't go push through him down. handed it to him? When you push him down, that yeah, You can create an illusion of a person falling <laughs> down. I tell you what, I'll go find Zan and call off the search. Maybe, Relop, you need to go get some breakfast or something. Oh, I've already eaten. <laughs> but I think that's a great idea. I pick up a rock. <laughs> Would you <Okay>. stop? <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously. Just stop. Where's the stables? From uh, here. You're, I mean, you're, this was right on the edge of the stable, so you can actually see the yellow stables that you had... Reserve the horse. I so guys, intact. I will see you in a little bit at the Laughing Halfling. Does that sound like a plan? Sure. Yeah. What? Uh, how late in the day is it at this point? Is it like mid morning? It's lunchtime. Lunchtime. Blue Con takes off. He's gonna go find Zan. Okay. All right. Yeah, lunch sounds good. I drop the rock. Just start heading to the Laughing Halfling. I guess. I am going to go see a man about a horse. Literally a horse. Not possibly. Um, I, I don't remember. You know, he could have been a high orc or something. You know, not a human. Do you mind if I tag along? Come along all you want, sir. Do I hear that exchange? Probably. All right. Ah, uh, second thought. I'm going to follow along. Okay. You go to the stables, and they are, you actually see, as you get there, they're pulling a few horses in by by the reins, walking them into the, into the building. It's a little a little bit in disarray here. They're kind of getting themselves organized, and um, everybody seems a little flustered. So, uh, maybe this isn't a good time, but I bought a horse about two days ago. <laughs> Is it okay? Yes, let me find my ledger, and we'll make sure that we're clear on that. This isn't the person that you dealt with before. We, in light of the fire, we were we had to release some horses, and so we've spent the morning recollecting them. You know, we didn't want them to go down with the barn if the barn were to catch, and so... 
we are sort of retrieving them, but, but we will absolutely, I, I don't know that we'll get you the horse that we had picked out, but you will have your horse. We have, and he sort of slaps one on the on the side as he's, you know, standing there. He says, you know, we have, we have some great stock here. They're trained riding horses, and they'll be they'll be ready for you when you're, when you're ready. So, not the same horse I bought? What if I liked that horse? What if I had a nice collar? Well, he might be... She, he or she might be here, but but we I, I can't make that promise. But I'll get a horse regardless. Yes. I guess I'll have to be okay with that. So I was going to pick the horse up today, and I might still pick up the horse today, but I'm going to go ahead and pay for an, a, one more night of stabling because uh, I'm not guaranteed to be leaving today like I had originally planned. Oh, okay. That would be great. Thank you. And, uh... How much is that? Well, I think they just kind of threw it out the price last time, didn't they? Yeah. Let's make it... You, know, you could give it to me free since you lost my horse. <laughs> or they, they could use the money. Five silver days, the stabling fee. I pay for one more day. Okay. Thank you very much. We'll make sure that, we're, that we have a horse ready, ready to go. If I can find in the paperwork which horse it was, and I can make sure that it's the same, I will definitely... I will definitely make that happen if it's possible. Okay, very well. Where do you get your uh, barding for your horses? Most of it came from the leather shop across the street there, but it's unfortunately took the brunt of the fire. What actually happened to the uh, shop over there? Oh, we don't know for sure. I mean, there was a lot happening last night. Could have been looters, but uh, yeah, we just know that the, the building was ablaze and we decided we had better send the horses out in case... We caught the blaze as well. Right. Do you know anywhere else we can get? Well, there's always the Felmongre on the east side, but as far as <clears> I know, that's not being used for. I uh, will tell you, it's out of commission for now. Did we talk about the <coughs> Felmongre last time? In the last episode, I don't think at so. All? I couldn't remember if it was referenced at all. Other than that, I don't know that I have a, a leather shop in mind. We've always gone through the through Toto and his services. Toto. That's what his name was. I might be able to, to sort of dig up a name from somebody if you maybe wait a moment. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind. So I'll pull out the great sword. I'm like, hey, watch. Or pull out the long sword. Watch this. Turn into the great sword. Turn back to the long sword. Turn into the great sword. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you can get a stick that'll turn into a staff and then back to a stick and then back. I don't know if that's true. You can get the stick staff stiff? <laughs> so... Yeah, well, uh, it makes it really easy for storage, even though it's a great sword. That's amazing. That's and if you thing. only miss them by that much, it doesn't work that way. Oh. It's sort of really inaccurate. Okay. <laughs> I can't Where'd hit you the get that? Apparently, uh, Eustace gave us a uh, right to go into the special armory and like pay out the nose for magical weapons. Eustace, hmm. by the way. Eustace. Yeah, we got permission to give the church a bunch of money. Wow. Say Judas. And then he'll just cut it in every time. Judas. Judas. Do it with a real monotone so it sounds awesome. Judas. As if somebody else said it. Or actually, Brian. Brian, just say Judas. Probably wouldn't be a bad idea for me to go through all the names of every character so I never have to remember them. It's real helpful. From an edit standpoint. I cannot remember any names. Or you could just have Mark not remember the thing and just have him like say a bunch of names, like whatever. There is another tech provider. Is that what that would that do for your purposes? Uh, Looking for selling they, harnesses, things like that. Yeah. Would they actually have raw leather to make the harnesses I mean, that they I, would sell? I mean, they, they create them, so they probably have some some sort of the. Because that's what you're after, right? 
my uh, partner there said that the the paddock might be worth looking into. It's a little north of here, about you know about a block or so. Apparently, I've I've never actually I've never actually been, but they they say that they do sell actually mounts and tack and harness and things like that there, okay. and they do they do their own work. It sounds okay. They sell mounts, you say? Mm-hmm. Do they sell dog mounts? I that I don't know. I know that horses are certainly. How about like a Shetland pony? Stop. Oh, for the I know where this is for going. the gnome. I see what you're. I see. <laughs> a giant squirrel. Two words. Battle corgi. Raccoon. What? All right, I'll run over that direction. Is it just the three of us that are? Yeah. Okay. So besides staying in the room all morning, what did you do? Well. And breakfast. There's a. Uh, not exactly certain how. Was wizard managed to pull it off, but... Wizard or lizard? It was a wizard. Okay. It was a light bear. Is this with the three of you all yeah. talking? Okay. Apparently, there's a faction within the light bears that believes that the this whole kingdom is kind of behind the times magically. I'd agree with that assessment after what we just went through. <laughs> um, I've heard, I've heard the, that statement echoed. From libraries before. So he's offered kind of a blind eye in return for us seeking something out. Was this uh, Yudas? No, 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 it wasn't Yudas. It was a human by the name of Quinn. Quinn? Yeah. Seems uh, to be some name. sort of light bearer. Of, I didn't recognize him. History check to figure that one out? Sure, you can roll. I could care less. They all look the same to me. Understandable. <laughs> I'm thinking 13. Yeah, you never heard of Quinn. But he says that he's looking for an orb of Venra. Have I ever heard of the orb of Venra before? I would not think so. You could make a religion check. Oh, that's terrible. Well, oh goodness. All right. 23. Well, then. <laughs> so just as you say it, you go, wait a minute. And you and you actually put a flashback to this morning. Sud- well, suddenly you pronounce it differently, right? You don't don't say Vinra, you say Vinra. It's sort of this longer. Th- it's like a maybe a right. a variation with gnome or something like that. Right, right. Vinra, which is how everybody else would say it, probably was basically one of the fallen gods. Vinra is the dragon god, five-headed oh. dragon god. Oh. And you actually also you've heard that there are still people that worship. Minra, probably like in the Mountain Kingdom, things like that. Mm-hmm. Possibly among people like Padrak, dragon blood you know, right. type creatures and stuff like that. So Padrak's probably wholesome. That's maybe where she's kept some of her power or, you know, kept sort of connected with the, with the land. That's kind of what comes to you. You don't know anything about, you know, if there's an avatar of Minra. Right, like, any you know, sort of tenants or anything like that. that. You just know this five-headed dragon sort of a pentagram comes to mind that is sort of a common thing because of that five mm. points. Right, right. But that's that's kind of what you got. Okay. Huh. So it's apparently some sort of celestial or some sort of magic item that, that is probably based off of an item that, like an artifact that has a higher power. You know that that's kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. That there's like each each of the fallen gods probably has sort of a an artifact associated with, with him or her. Right, right. And then they created magic items that were sort of lesser versions of those. Okay. And you're imagining that's what these are. Because he talked about multiples. Right. And so that's probably what this is. It's like a, a magic item that sort of was created almost like reverse engineered from something that that god probably owns. Hmm. 
Okay. So there's probably a big scary one, and then there's these. Right, right. But yeah, when I uh, it was weird, I woke up and he was just sitting out in the middle of the forest with me. I was not sure why I'd woken up in a forest, but apparently he knew about my brother. Oh. Yeah. What did he have to say? He says this orb might be able to help me find him. Did he say how? Some sort of magic that I haven't quite mastered yet. But he says that this item might be able to help me in that quest. Interestingly enough, one of the locations that we might be able to find it, he says, is in the ruins of Meridor. Well, count me in. I wanted to go there anyway. Yeah, that's kind of in the... Well, speaking Along of, the lines. Speaking of Meridor, uh, the twins now want to go to Fireheart, which isn't terribly far away from that. Yeah, it's not too terribly far. Why are they interested in going to the Fire's Heart? Fire's Heart. Uh, Yudas wants them to go try to scout out the library for some sort of magics that are not necessarily developed here. So That doesn't exactly narrow the search down. Uh, I didn't understand it. It was a little beyond me. All right. Well, I'll talk to him and see if we can't figure out what it is. Looks like we're heading north. Well, northwest. We should probably get a wagon, unless you want to travel by sea again. I got a feeling I'm the only one that's actually in favor of that one. Um, also, have you seen the bay? It is a wreck. I don't think I have, have I? <laughs> yeah, yeah it, they it, all came out it's and looked not at pretty. it. What happened? Well, there was that cracking thing that came out. Oh, they, they were fighting from the right. light tower. Apparently, uh, the only thing that survived that was the light tower. Oh. So, I think we'd be lucky to find a boat at this point. So, a wagon it is. Or a few horses. Maybe a pony. Hey. Eh? I think a wagon would be more comfortable. Well, we have one horse, and uh, there's no reason we couldn't get a couple horses on a wagon. For the yeah. gun seems to like them. What's your thoughts on this one? Brother? Yeah, he has a brother. Yeah. Well, I might have a brother. It was a long time ago when uh, we had to deal with a Patrick invasion, and it was pretty much just me and no one else that survived, allegedly. But rumor has it that my brother's out there somewhere, so. I mean. Huh? Go over to the paddock and see about a leather work. Yeah. Right. Just about that time you, you come up on it and it's uh, you know a big barn. Most of the buildings in this area are just kind of big barns with storefronts at the, at the as you walk in. Open up with a you know, barn door wide open. Mm. A little bit of a tarp sticking out the front. And it, you know, as you walk in it, the smell of the animals and the hay sort of sort of a costume. Probably and smells better in the city. <laughs> Much. Oh, hello there. How can I, I help you? I've heard that you sell barding and tack and all that material? We do. We make it ourselves. You don't happen to have just plain leather, do you? Just sheets of leather, that kind of thing? Like Sheets or straps? strips. Yeah, straps preferably. Uh, oh, yeah. I might be able to, to work in that. Uh, we, we certainly keep that because we work on such items here. I think they're a little bit of a scarcity right now because of what's happened in town. Yeah, that's what I've seen. Can I see your material? Uh, I could probably scare some up, but let's take just a sec. He sort of calls somebody, and uh, this boy kind of runs runs back and comes back with a, almost looks like a bedroll or something, you know. We can certainly cut you off what you need. How much leather do you have? He has a bedroll. Is that all you have? Uh, this is, I mean, we might have a couple other pieces here and there, but this is our 
main supply right now for working. How much for all of your leather? Oh, well, I, I hate to be without it right now. It sounds as though we might have to a little bit of a drought for a little while. How much would a thousand gold give me? A thousand gold? Yeah. Well, I, you know, for a thousand gold, I'd give you the, the real. I would take that if you wouldn't mind. So you, you give him a thousand. Um, as far as your purposes go, you're probably looking at about... Not too too bad necessarily. You're getting about eight hundred golds worth for your purposes. Okay, if that makes sense. So you yeah, just yeah. sort of overpaid a little yep. bit, but you took what he had. So I would write it down basically as eight hundred golds worth. Okay, and it's pretty good stuff. It's pretty perfect for what you're looking at. Okay, my eyes are gonna linger on that thousand gold sliding across the counter for that leather. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong business, aren't we? Uh, that's painful. <laughs> Some of the most money you've seen change hands today. No, it's just for the weather. I mean, we could stab a cow on the way outside of town. <laughs> I like where your head's at. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not against this, but like, how are you going to cure the hides and make it usable? Not my problem. Oh, Mongery's open. I know where we could tan it. Do Provided it hasn't exploded again. So, Zan, you are ready to explode because you've been waiting here and waiting here. And you're, you're kind of used to people coming to see, you know, you, the 20-minute thing is your norm. Mm-hmm. And nobody's, you know, this duet is just not going to do it. Oh. And this, you know, nobody seems to come and nobody seems to come. You do have a conversation with a couple of people that are that, you know, just the paladins on hand and that kind of thing. And they're, they're you know, just really sort of passing the time as you wait. And you do find out that the Felmongry being used as a sort of a mass grave. And so they have oh. sort of, they're sort of sanctifying the, the space. Okay. And they're just going to use it as this big sort of burial mound because of the fact that there's lots of citizenry that didn't have wow. money for burial. And it leads into the acres, so that, I guess, kind of makes sense. So, yeah, they're All just right. going to sort of dedicate it and make it a... Make it something special, you know, sort of, uh, sort of a almost like a monument to yeah. the, to the night's day. That's interesting. Fiasco. Eventually, Fiasco. just as <laughs> as, a, as you're about to just lose your mind, <laughs> Lucan comes up and puts his hand on your shoulder. I've been waiting for over twenty minutes. I don't know where he is. Don't worry, we found Relop. What do you mean? We found him. He was standing in the street. Doing what? Where <laughs> was he? He's just roaming. He, something's odd. He, I don't know if he's sick or what. He's not telling. He's he's not telling us that he's sick or anything. But he was saying he was in the laughing halfling all morning. How how did he look? He looked fine. He won't be after I'm done with him, and she'll just walk past you. <laughs> we'll make our way out. I guess. Okay. And go. Great. So they're headed back. Probably you. Head, laughing halfling is probably. That, that's what he told me. We were going to sure. go. And so you guys are going to head back to him? Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Um, so we walk into the laughing halfling. And that's why I always eat bread by the loaf. <laughs> Makes sense. You don't want to go into waste. Yeah. Oh, hey. Hey, guys. Zed's just staring daggers at Relo. <laughs> oh, you guys arrive. She starts Let's to, like, see. say a few things and just keeps catching her breath. Like, <sighs> no. What's new? <laughs> no, not a whole lot. Got uh, Merc's horse sorted out, so that's good. Yeah, they lo- apparently have lost it, but they're going to give me another horse of equal value. It the could classic be the same. bait and switch. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
not super happy about it. So maybe I'll ask you to come along, make sure I don't get a. I'm not going to begrudge him for making some profit on this. What is your guys' plan (laughs) right now? Because what we've been waiting for is to decide what we're going to be doing, and now that everybody is finally here, we can do so. Shall we go inside? Uh, I can tell you what we're going to end up doing before we even go inside. Okay. We're all going to go to Fire's Heart because we all want to go there and all wanted to go along too. You did? You're just going to assume that I want to go with you? You said you wanted to go. <laughs> Pretty sure you said that you were okay with this plan. I'm actually kind of surprised. I thought we'd be dropping mm-hmm. you off at Prince Holm. Oh, I did agree to help you. <laughs> What's help in it? with what? What's in it for you? Fame and riches and... Adventure and swag. Uh, Relab, what do you need help with? There's a uh, lead on this egg up in that area. On an egg? Have I have I seen the egg? And no I'm one's seen the seen egg, it. have they? What egg? Uh, I, don't, I, don't I don't think the twins don't. would have seen it. Merck certainly knows. What okay. The, the only mention that. we've made of it on the show was in the library, <laughs> and we weren't there for the in principle. Okay. Mm-hmm. We weren't. There, we haven't been there for it, so we have. It kind of came up in the little little preview <clears throat> with the practice that we did, which we sure. Did. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. What what egg are you talking about? What do you mean? Breach into the sack. This one. What is this? It holds out a big red. Egg. It's it's like the size of can uh, maybe like an ostrich egg or something. But it's can it's, I roll my something something to see if I know what kind of nature? Egg? What are we looking at? Yeah, here? yeah nature. nature. Mm-hmm. A sixteen. Nineteen. You're not really sure what this is. That's how weird this egg is. Huh? I'll hand it out to him. Yeah, Luke. I'll drop it. What? <laughs> oh. Seriously? Yeah, no, seriously. He drops it, it and it just hits the ground like a rock. Just kind of like gasps to reach for it and then it just falls. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Lucan picks it up. Is it heavy? Kind of. It's probably five pounds for... How do you know it's not egg. a petrified dragon's egg? What's it smell like? kind of smells like rotting... Because, you know, it came out of his bag, right? So. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good point. Kinda, everything sort of stinks right. in his bag. It's got right residual now. orc. It smells like an expired fruit roll-up. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. Where did you get it? Found it up in the uh, borderwood. Cool. Okay. okay. And you think it has something to do with Fire's Heart? Well, nowhere around here seems to know anything about it. No. Okay. You checked the library? Found yeah. nothing? Nope. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, let's eat inside. Let's make our way in. comes in. You know, when you come into this room, it's... Or into the tavern, it's very comforting because you're... You know, outside, there's always a reminder of what has happened in the last couple of days. You know, there's just smoke sort of whiffing here and there and that kind of thing. So... Everything seems to be sort of back to normal in this place. In fact, Boblin's behind the bar, and he's kind of polishing up the bar and welcomes you in. Good afternoon, uh-huh. Boblin. Good day. Smile to him and nod. Great to see you. How are you feeling? I am wonderful. Thank you very much. I'm well-rested, and thanks to you and your generosity, and uh, you know, I'm, <clears throat> I'm here to stay. Excellent. Are you looking to open again soon? Oh, we, we're open. We've been, uh, we have, have had bringing people in for lunch today. We haven't opened up the rooms yet, but we have been feeding people. Is there anything you need to get the inn up and running again? Uh, you know, we're, there's a few supplies that we might uh, go out to, but I think we're doing pretty well. Nothing we, we can help you with? Well, I mean, it, I don't want to send you off on errands or anything. We're just, we're going to restock a little bit. Some, you know, we're going to go to the grocer and things like that. But no, I, th- I think we're, I think we're doing fine. Thank you very much. Who's in the... In the tavern, besides us and Bobblin. There is a, a couple 
kind of on the other side, sitting on a, t- a table. They are probably in their mid-40s as a man and woman, and they're eating a couple of bowls. I lean real close to Bob and I say, where is it? I'm sorry? Where is it? Where is... You know, where is it? Are you talking about my gun? Yes. He says it way too loud, right? Like <laughs> We all hear it. He like, they, we're probably they, a ways away. We're like, what? They, he says they took my gun. Do you know who it was? I don't. Okay. I'm, I would recognize him if I saw him, but I don't. Did it deserve the one shot? Yeah, I mean, you had to reload it as you used it. Is that what you mean? That's what I was told, anyway. Right. Like, it, you shot once, you had to reload it like a crossbow, right? Mm-hmm. Very well. So what are they serving us? It's the stew. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mutton is the is the main ingredient today. Okay. It changes a little bit here and there, depending on what they can get. Is it nice and lean? Yes. Um, and it is, by the way, so this is Relop's second meal of it today. Um, still good. And uh, still powering down. It's It's definitely kicking in, right? It takes a little while. You're you right. got to let it simmer for a while, and it, it's doing pretty well. So, Relop, what happened this morning? <laughs> yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? I searched your room. You weren't in there. Lucan looks over at Holg and looks over at Merc and is going to roll an insight check. Greedily just shoveling the stew in my mouth. <laughs> I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> it never fails. Lucan <laughs> <laughs> rolls and goes, oh, okay, it's fine. Yeah, 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 never yeah. mind. <laughs> okay. The oblivious ballad. Like, I want him to roll like a 20, like one time. Nat 20. It's, it's, like, even, like, I'll, like, I'll do that when I'm not supposed to make a roll. You don't even play him dense. You roll him dense. Yeah, like, he's a dense character because the dice tell us he is. I know. It's crazy. Lucan making that motion he's makes me want to look at the two of them, so I'll do my insight Okay. Uh, 17. Should be opposed, right? It should be. Yeah. So, are you guys hiding what's deception. going on? Deception. Or deception, yep. Yeah. Either way, it'll be fun for them to roll. The, it will be. It will be. You, you get a one, somebody matches you. <laughs> I got an 18. Okay. Five or something. All right. <laughs> All right. Less. Definitely Some seems as though... Merc a little bit. Seems as though Merc is hiding something. Pretty standard. Lucan, you absolutely believe him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm, hey, Relap, can I see that egg again? Sure. Lucan's totally fascinated with this thing. It's smooth. It's pretty bright red, like vibrant red. Is, the, is there a pattern on it, or is it no, like a... No, just smooth, glossy, like huh. a, like an Easter egg. Yeah. just doesn't break or burn or... Have you poked it? Really? Like a sword. If you like turn a head off a... You can give it a shot. Oh, yeah, he's he's whacked it, but go ahead and do something with is it. Is there something in there? Have you... Oh, not in the... No, not in... We can do that outside. Like, I grab the egg. If Lucan wants me, I grab the egg and I shake it, like, listen to it, and then I put it down <laughs> on the table and I pull out the knife... <laughs> like stab it, <laughs> just stab with your knife. Yeah, I mean um, not like super hard. Not yeah, like it, just, yeah, it does. I mean, it, it there's a very slight line, you know, a little bit of a scrape, but it really doesn't do much of anything to it. Huh? And you just found this in the woods? Yeah, I don't know what it's about, but all right. I mean, you've carried it this long. Yeah. So if the dragon was going to come out of it, it would have done so by now. I would have imagined. I. I left it in a campfire overnight once. I mean, the old, <laughs> the old children's tales of just finding random stuff in the woods is always turned out for the best. Right? Usually. Can we get to planning our future here? What are we going to do? Where do you want to go and when? We need to secure transportation for everyone, I assume, not just you. Relop suggested a wagon. I kind of agree with him. Huh. Like a cart? 
Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. certainly That'll beats work. walking. It does beat walking. I think gotta be less than all of us riding horse. horses, but we're not really in any hurry, I suppose. I don't even know where you go about getting a cart. Mm. There's a place over here by the stables that we can probably come up with something. Carts yeah. are us. Sure. Yep. Cart. Cartland. Yeah. <laughs> That's on third. Cartland. Cartmart. In the cart, cart. district. Yeah. Mario's Cartland. Mario's Cartland. <laughs> Just north of third. <laughs> Mario's cart. <laughs> oh man, that's got to be a store here. <laughs> All right. No, it's in Briam. So are we, we just got to make it to Briam. Well, if All we're right. going to make this uh, trip, would you mind, uh, are you guys in any hurry? I'm good to go. I, I don't know how the Lobber trial turned out, but I'm sure oh. They did a full inquisition on him. Everyone else in the troop was cleared for no wrongdoing. Apparently it was only Sovadon. And he's gone missing. Handsome Unsorum is dead. Wait, what? Hmm? Sobadon's yeah. gone? He's missing. We thought he took you. Oh. But instead, you just randomly appear in streets. And then Handsome Unsorum was killed, most likely by Feridwin. I'm trying to think of anything else you've missed in the six hours we've been awake. Well, I mean, to be fair, he could have been killed by Sylvadon, too. Possible. Should we be going to find Sylvadon? I don't even know where to start looking for him. He left town. Yeah. If I was in his position, that's exactly what I would do. If the man can sit around with paladins for years and never be discovered, what makes you think we can find him? He just hid amongst them. Well, I guess the city's going to be watching for him, so that. Puts my mind at a little bit of an ease. If you don't mind, I, we could probably do one more night here in the city and leave in the morning. Once we've arranged all of our transportation. Sure. Yeah, I wouldn't mind I talking wouldn't. to Tharaval one more time before we leave. Too. Sounds agreeable. Okay. You want to talk to Tharaval? Yeah. Why? I asked mm. him for a favor. and He said he would take care of it after night's day. Okay. It's after night's day. Which That's- favor was that? I asked to see the list of the the libraries in Woods End. Hmm. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, he'll. In any case, he'll uh, follow through with that. I feel like we should arrange some transportation. I want to go see how the Keeper's Temple is doing with the injured and seeing if I can help in any way. Then one last night in the city wouldn't go amiss before we leave. I don't know how long it'll be before we come back. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to check out the town and help out a bit where I can and make sure that. So, uh, I can go get the cart and the thing. Okay. Uh, do you know where I could find Tharaval? He was in the seminarium this morning, but I'm sure he's out and about. I can ask around for him. Where do you want him to meet you and when? Doesn't matter. I just... If I could go to him, maybe it'd be easier for him. All right. I'll see if I can find a time for him to meet with you. I could do that. You guys do that. And then we can go get the cart and the horse. Sure. Or horses as necessary. And what? Do you need any money? What will we owe you for the horse? I would figure it out after we make the purchase. I have plenty of money to get it. Get the initial okay. cost. Okay. Does anybody else need anything else in the city before we leave? Rations? Yeah, uh, I think supplies. I'm going to go out. I'll get a few simple supplies when, when sure. I have time today. Okay. And then uh, I do believe we discussed after this doing a little bit of a celebration. So maybe the half lane for some stew and then head over to what was the place you like? Blessing and Barrel. Blessing and Barrel. That was going to be my suggestion for one last night here in the city. And then uh, we'll get some uh, drinks there, because you said they're to die for, so to speak. Just my personal opinion. Sounds good to me. Okay. So we'll meet back here at dinner time? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, I'm going to return my bowl over the bar, and underneath of it I'll put ten platinum pieces. Oh, wow. Jesus. Cool. <laughs> Go try out, do that. <laughs> just nope. just hide it under the bowl as I slide it across to him, and All then right. she'll walk out before he has any reaction. Okay. Yeah, Lucan gives it Great. ten gold tip. All right. 
I'm gonna. These, people, these halflings have probably never seen a platinum piece, right? No, nope, like, they have. Or did, did we do? That's right, we did. Yeah, um, you know, very rare, right? They don't even mint platinum pieces. These things are like from first age, you know, forever ago. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go ahead and scribe the blindness spell. Okay. Yep. Take He's going to go uh, to the room and play. It's going to take about two hours, I think, right? It's about one per level, I believe. I'll have to double check on that. Yeah, I think that's fine. Right. Mark, can I just pick up some simple supplies like chalk and stuff? Or do we... Yeah, yeah you yeah. just, just kind of... Do you so, want me yeah, to increase good... the price because of supply and demand? Or do you... You know what I mean? Uh, I don't think chalk would be a bit of an issue. What else are you getting? Let me make a list of what I'm... Yeah, I mean, we might, you know, it might be worth just looking at the list. I'll let you know if there's anything. Leather specifically, because it happens to have come up, is going to be an issue right now. <laughs> okay. You know, certain things here and there. We know that grain might be become an issue soon, and mm. so that the prices on that might, st- might start raising. I already purchased that for my horse. All right, so you're just going to sit and study for a while. Yeah. Don't know what you're doing. I'm following Merck. Okay, okay. you're going to help with the cart. Okay. Merck, you go and get a wagon and a couple of draft horses and... Decide to buy a pony because you think it'll be fun to For watch Relop or possibly Lucan ride the pony. Yep. And you also pick up rations for a trip if we're going to Briam, which which could be up to a month. So you're you're kind of getting everything set up. Relop is learning a spell, basically transcribing it in, into his leather and and putting it onto his staff. And Zan. You were going to the Keeper's Temple. Yes. Seeing what kind of use I can be. Lucan, were you going with your sister? Is that what we were doing? You were going to do something else for the city. I didn't know what else you were going to do. He was going to shop and then check around other places in the city and kind of help out where he could. Okay. And there's a few spots. So Lucan, you know, kind of goes into a couple of shops where they're trying to patch up things and he sort of physically starts helping out you know just helping to repair a couple things and do what he can to move rubble and things like that i'm gonna drop 50 gold and then like as he's going around to these places helping he kind of leaves some gold for him okay at the end of each kind of being charitable as he goes great yep. all right so zan what's your plan keeper's temple see what injuries right. do using her medical training to sure. try to help heal people uh you step in it's much much more crowded than it was before, which is not sure. surprising at all. No, not at all. It seems to be a good number of burn victims, and so they're mm. sort of they've been deciding who to go after next. There are a few dead bodies sort of laying around as you. They're covered bodies with cloths, you know, shrouds over them. Mm-hmm. As you walk through, one of the one of the, the clerics standing there turns and says, "Are you here to assist today?" Of course. We have a group over there that is. In need of a little healing, I think that uh, if you're if you're willing, they could use your, your help. We would very much appreciate it. Of course, you recognize that this man has one hand. Okay, do I know him? Uh, I, would, I would know the Keeper's Temple, wouldn't I? Here in town, I mean, you wouldn't know everybody necessarily. He's, you he's you the head do dude, know isn't he? you do know that, you, that there's yeah one of the Wolniers is kind oh, of known as the okay. one-handed cleric in a sense, and so oh. you don't know him, know him, but like as soon as you see that, you go, oh okay, okay. gotcha, Bro- brother Wolnier. Yeah. Oh yes. Um, I'm sorry. You are sister Zenfia Amastasia. Oh, Amastasia. One okay. and she'll shake okay. with the appropriate hand so Certainly. that he doesn't feel like Certainly. awkward. Yeah, that's exactly stuff. right. So it's yeah. kind of his offhand. Yeah, she'll give him to the offhand. Wonderful uh, to finally make your acquaintance. I've heard a lot about you. Thank you. I'm the same. I, I I know your brother Thorable. Yes. Yes. So welcome to. I'm sorry. Have you been? You've been in Prince Holm 
I, we graduated and I went to Prince Holm for just a few weeks and then came back. Okay. So gotcha. we were here before the events of Night's Day, but we've been otherwise occupied and I finally had some free time to be able to come well, we, assist the best we, I can. We appreciate it. We, of course. If, if you are, if you're willing to help, we'll take it. Sure. So she'll kind of, you know, take her gauntlets off and her weapons and things like that, be ready to go and go help whatever group he was talking about. So what's okay. up with that group? Um, again, it's, it's largely people that have burns, but they're not life-threatening. Okay. You know, they've been sort of set aside, so you could kind of come through and, and help heal up some. Okay. She'll bandage, salve, whatever. Sure. You know, burns, and just basically do that for as long as you can. Okay. Yeah, nothing, nothing you know, out of, it's it's really just sort of a work day in a yeah. sense. You know, yeah, You sort of go into it, kind of dig dig in and get your hands dirty. Are there any emergencies or anything like that, or anything of note specifically? Uh, not at this point, because it, that they've kind of dealt with a lot of that. So Figured. really, or at this point, you're picking up the pieces for the ones that were sort of triaged. Okay. You know, they've sort of been set aside because they weren't life-threatening. Gotcha. And giving a little bit of brevity to the people who were here the entire time. So. Sure. Yep. Right. That's all. She, she's just being useful. Okay. All right. I have to go speak to Thurible when I'm done. So, Zan, you've been working for probably two hours at this point. Okay. And you're feeling pretty good. Like it's, it, you know, it's 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 rewarding. You know, as you oh, kind sure. of work <laughs> through the room, you've had lots of, you know, you've had a couple of marriage proposals and things like <laughs> that as you're as you're helping. You know, because they they love a pretty face that will help them. A lot of commoners here. You know, people that. Okay definitely came from from the streets and were mm-hmm. just sort of caught up in everything and as you're sort of turning around at one point and you're sort of getting the hair out of your face and mm-hmm. sort of, you know trying to pull your hair back you see that Thorable is is standing there and Kaldrum is right next to him how's Kaldrum looking he looks a little tired he's got kind of like rings under his eyes she'll go over to like a water barrel and like wash her hands and <laughs> back of her neck a little bit and then make her way over to him okay I wanted you to know that we've obviously gotten Kelgrim back from the light bearers. Of course. Are you all right? I am. He doesn't. He doesn't look you in the eye. Yeah. You do notice that there's something from your childhood, and the Kelgrim used to have a bit of a a bit of a twitch, and he's lost it somewhere along the way. He sort of you know got rid of it, um, and it's it's kind of back. Like his he just does a little bit of a of a neck swing where his his head sort of moves to the left a little bit. Okay. And you haven't seen him do that since he was a teenager. She kind of looks sourly at that and then stares at Therable somewhat angrily. <laughs> like you did this to him kind of look. He says, I want you to give this. He sort of ignores it, but he, mm-hmm. he, he says, I want you to give this to your moppy-haired friend. The one with the scars. What's this? It's a list that he asked for. Oh, I was actually going to come speak to you about this. All right. So I'll just kind of open it up and look at it. Okay. So a list of names. Otherwise, it doesn't have a title, anything like that. It's just a list of names. Yeah. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. Thank you. And she'll put it with her stuff. So um, are you going back to Prince Holm? For a moment, yes. But we're moving onward. I'm assuming you know where we're going? On from Prince Holm? Yes. I did, no, I do not know where you're going. Wow. I have to mark this moment and date where you are unaware <laughs> of something that's happening to us, brother. It's been a busy day. Apparently... Grand Inquisitor Yudis has instructed myself and Lucan to make our way to Fire's Heart. Fire's Heart? Yes. Uh, that's interesting. Apparently we are going to look through their library for some forbidden magics or things that the Lucite wizards have not been looking into and return with information. Keep me informed. I'm not sure how I can do that. 
but okay. You'll find a way. Hmm. I'm not about to give you a scroll case. No, I already have one. And she'll pull one out and then put it back. <laughs> he looks a little perplexed. <laughs> I told you everybody has a scroll case. Yeah. This one's just not for you. What do you need from us before you go? Well, we're going to make our way back through Briam on the Road Tech Lights Road back. So we're going to have to see how the fields are doing, but we're going to have a relatively big food problem in the entire realm if we don't find a way to replace these crops. I don't know enough about what happened. I'm just getting stories, but I'm trying to think if there has to be some sort of nature magic or something we can do to try to replace the crops so that we're not starving in the winter. I'm sure you'll talk to father when you get the prince home because you'll be going through correct sure i'll make sure that i'm in contact with him and we'll see if maybe we maybe we can help with a plan at the very least if you're going into fire's heart they're going to have some crops they didn't take any of this damage what makes you think they're going to help us they're not exactly our enemies at this moment i'm trying to figure out how to get into the city without wearing all of my lucite vestments actually My suggestion is that you shouldn't. I would go a little more incognito. Have you been in Pyrian lands before? I have not. Kaeldrum? Again, he doesn't look at it. No. Shakes his head. Alright. It might be worth discussing with Mother, actually. Mother? Well, you know, she's she was a dearborn before she was of course married into the family and she probably has some insights that maybe father doesn't. Okay. That's good advice. I was going to speak with her anyway. The Dearborn, you know, they patrol the First Men's Forest too, and so right. they're going to know some things that maybe you should know. That might be one of our stopping points on the way up to Fire's Heart. In the meantime, I will make some sending spells your direction if there's any information of import that father doesn't already know and will communicate to you however he does through his network of people. I appreciate that. I will keep you informed, too. I'm sure that you're interested in what's happening with Bishop Card and the mm-hmm. Holy Centuries. And so if anything happens with that, I will let you know. Are you willing to give me any more information about that? I mean, since this morning, nothing has necessarily changed. Are they at least back in the city? No. From what I'm told. Well, if Card wakes up, please message me. Will do. In the meantime, uh, has there been any word on attacks on the road? Are the roads safe? I would definitely be careful on the road. There's one of the issues that's been occurring, too, is that for one thing, there's refugees coming from different places. They're not all necessarily being allowed into the city. In addition to that, a lot of people have been on the move because of midsummer. Right. And, you know, celebrations should have started actually today. Oh, was it today already? Yeah, it would have. I've lost it, track of they time. would have. The very beginnings of it would have probably started in town today. I knew it's it was obviously soon. not going to happen. And so, from what I hear, there are some some entertainers, some caravans, things like that that maybe have been displaced. They're not probably. They were headed for Lucidum and ended in different, in odd places. Okay. So just sort of. It's, I think that's information to keep in mind. Of course, uh, Lucan and I will be at the Blessing and Barrel this evening. If you wish to join us. Oh, I will take that uh, into consideration. Of course. Wonderful to see both of you, Keldrum. I'm glad you're okay. Thank you. He kind of twitches his head. Just kind of shakes her head. I need to get back to my patients. Thank you for the list on behalf of Mark. Great. 
I just turned away from a moment ago. So I think that kind of covers our business until we get back to the Blessing and Barrel, right? Well, we're going to do Laughing Halfling for dinner and then Blessing and Barrel, but I don't think there's anything we need to play there at the dinner if you don't want okay. to. Just me getting the list. Yep. She'll handle the list as she comes in. So sitting at the ha- Laughing Halfling, you know, a couple hours later, really. It's, it's yeah. evening. It's dinner time. And they're doing kind of a blood sausage a little bit you know they, they don't always they keep the stew going a lot but they're, they're you know they do different things as well sure and so she's got some blood sausages going on and a little bit of cabbage okay. um that's kind of the, the meal today if you want some stew there's still some left <laughs> mark's, mark's kind of dis, dis i'm excited about a change of pace but that's fine <laughs> i'm not all people i was actually trying to read the thing i'm like what is actually is a blood sausage like it sounds terrible but i know it's, it's ground up meat with blood and yeah. There, there's blood in it. Yeah, yeah. And then it's, it's usually fried. Super red. There's blood. Some of them are. Some of them are black. If you yeah. if you eat meat, there's blood and all that too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, black sausage is amazing. Delicious. It's really good. Never had it. Go to Scotland and have some for breakfast. It's fantastic. It's also really good on pizza. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if we're just gonna eat there, we'll say hi to them and make sure they're okay. Okay. Um, so. Should we talk about the list as we're sitting without laughing? Sure. I'm assuming, or do you just stash it? And we'll look at it. The no, I'm gonna look at it okay. right then. I need to know. So Zayn hands you this little scroll, little rolled up piece of paper, and you unroll it, and there's a list of the names unadorned. There's nothing else there but a bunch of names. I guess large, largely, Merc, I, or I'm kind of wondering how you want me to address it. Like, you tell me, because it's sort <laughs> there's of a... There's one name what are you that matters. For? Huh? There's one name that matters. Is it on there? Okay. Yes, it is on there. Kind of size a bit of a relief. So tell your brother thanks. And he walks over to the fire and throws the list in the fire. Okay. That was it? I just needed to follow up on something, and it was done. Okay. Anyway, the Keeper's Temple was very busy, and I finally got to meet the uh, one-handed cleric, the uh, Brother Walnir. He's great. Excellent. Wonderful, man. Did you ever ask him to clap? Why oh, would I do on, that? Man. That's rude. The one man that could tell us what one-hand clapping sounds exactly. like. Exactly. Missed opportunity. I think there's a lot of people with one arm or hand, probably, but sure. Yeah, but that one was right there. <laughs> Missed opportunity, I suppose. Anyway, let's get a good base going. You're, you're going to want to be ready for the drinking this evening. <laughs> Just be like, Game on! <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll make our way over. So, oh, you know, an hour later from then, we end up at the Blessing and Barrel. It's been a long time since you've been to the Blessing and Barrel. You went there when we first got into town. It was only been like a couple of days we were staking out the place. Yeah, maybe When so, we were doing the stakeouts. It's been like, endgame, like six months. Right, right. <laughs> Um, so the, you know, by comparison to the to the laughing apple and the bustling of barrel, you know, it's very sort of whitewashed and just kind of fancier. You know, it's the difference between country and city in a way. Holt's favorite place. <laughs> so it's been a while since you since you've been here. This whitewash so much. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of clergy here, you know, vestments and all, and they are drinking their wine, drinking their beer, and that kind of thing. Uh, occasionally you see somebody drinking a whiskey or a bourbon, but that's a little more rare. It's, you know, usually, usually ales and wine. Wine's kind of the big thing here. And so they, the, the Vatty Red is very popular. And there's also actually a Vatty White that they do, they keep chilled in the river. Mm-hmm. And so they sort of bring, sort of bring casks in that have been clearly wet when you, when they bring them in. And I'm blanking on the guy's name. What's the, uh, Brackus, Brother Brackus. Brackus. Brother Brackus is the 
proprietor. He he invites you, and he, as you all saw before, he knows Zan, and so he's he's got a glass of Batty Red waiting for her. But by, by the time she gets to the, <laughs> just sort of slides in front of her, she gets to the bar. Mm-hmm. And he's this giant portly <clears throat> yeah, priest so dude. Sort of, yeah, big kind of round man, and just amiable. Sort of you know, just, he's very likable as he talks to everybody. And she wants five of those seasonal beers. Okay. The, well, the, what was it called? I forget. There's a, there's a Luminova lager. That's that it. Is, yep. And actually, he says this is my last cask, too, because we're, we're about, uh, you know, we're a few months out from that, and so this will be well, the end of it. Let's see if we can so. help you out with finishing those, and she'll okay. order the five right. and give them to everybody that's here. Okay. So, so she'll have that in a wine chaser. Okay, great. So, yeah, this, this <laughs> kind of hearty, foamy beer that... Uh, that apparently he does once a year, and it's real popular here. People get real excited about it. Is this pretty much exclusively clergy? No, there just happened to be a lot of clergy. And there are bards like here too, 80%. right? Yep. yep. Relop, tell them about your wonderful spell casting. Mm. <laughs> Show the, them your fireballs. There are bards here, so mm-hmm. and there's people playing music and stuff. So it's yep. it's yep. a mix of clergy and. Do I recognize any of the uh, clergy? I don't really perception. Do it here. We finally found him. Finally! He's, he's just drinking. He's been drinking he's this been, whole day. Yeah, the whole time. You know what? He deserves it. <laughs> Go for it. 17? You know, you, you feel like a few of them look familiar from the last few days. You know, you've seen a lot of clergy, right? Right. And, but you're not 100 There's no sure. gray-haired humans floating around that I'd recognize. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you don't see anybody that looks like Quinn, right? So... Yeah, it's it's a pretty nice time. People are pretty excited. You know, they all sort of lived through yesterday, Mm -hmm. and today has been a lot of hard work for a lot of people, and so there's people that are kind of drinking it up. There are a lot of kind of drinking songs going on, and and a lot of people sort of singing along with it. Mm -hmm. As the, you know, there's a a bard that's been sort of leading the way. Um, Does everybody join in? Oh, yeah. Sure. I'm going to drink for drink with some of these clergy members. (laughs) Are you joining in with the singing? Because it's like no. everybody sort of nobody you know, wants yes. to hear that. Luke, like, Con- Luke Connell join in, yes. like sort of a we got friends in low places yeah. thing where everybody right. sort of joins. Everybody in the yeah. bar goes. Yep, yep. Friends um, in low places in our high end bar. <laughs> All right. So, in, does anybody have anything specific, or should we kind of close the night there and move to the morning? We can move to the morning. No, I have Luke Con- Luke Con- drinks, <laughs> but he's not getting plastered. He's just having a few. I'll do that for you. <laughs> Zan's gonna and, join Holg in that. I think she's gonna get pretty messed up. Lucan tries to tell uh, Holg and Zan to, you know, kind of calm it down after a while, and he so, kind of keeps reminding them that they've had a little too many drinks. About that time, I continue to wave them off and order another drink each I, time. So about the time that conversation goes in, I show up with a pitcher and I'm like, ah, oh, this is finally found one that's the right size. <laughs> so you're getting annihilated too. It's a big wooden pitcher too, and it has the, the emblem of the blessing and barrel. It's a ba- basically a big barrel that has these sort of angel angels wings coming off. Of nice. Is Relop drinking? I'll have Socially. whatever the whatever that drink was. The beer, and then probably just water from that on out. Yep. For those of you that, that like ales, that kind of thing, it's it's pretty pretty good. Like they, you know, sometimes people are like, "Oh, this is a local favorite," and that kind of. Mm, this is pretty good. Like you, you begrudgingly, you're like, "Nope, they're right. This is good stuff." Lucan kind of talks to Relop all night long since everybody else is getting getting hammered. Right. So he just kind of keeps talking about the egg over and over again. And right. Any new material or anything? Ask about what kind of horse. 
kind of what horses that you guys got for the trip and are, do they meet your high standards of horse horsemanship? <laughs> do they have four legs? Yep. Okay, yeah. we're good. Hey, good. <laughs> That's all I needed. Yeah, I want to speak. She would want to pull Holga aside at some point and have a conversation with him. Okay. You guys have to do it in drunk voice, though. I think that's pretty easy to do. Uh, so, so here's your moment. Merc is like face deep in a pitcher, sure. not, not paying attention to anything around him. And Relop is trying to get out of a conversation about an egg and, a, and, and horses. horse types. And horses, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so here's your moment. So she'll eventually just kind of like tap him on the shoulder a little bit and kind of lean in. Mm-hmm. All right. Why do you want to go all the way to Fire's Heart? I don't understand. Uh, Relop has family business, and I told him I'd help him. Why? You don't seem to care about or the poops and giggles. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't everything you know in Prinsholm? It might be time to broaden my horizons. In what way? There's a whole world out there. Kind of came to a realization recently that there's a lot of stuff outside of this city. Why did you help us in the first place? I don't understand that either. You apparently don't care about the church or any of the people who worship at it. Because they're a flawed system, but you helped me. And there's a certain level of respect that I can grant for that. Alright. I guess it's enough. I mean, don't get me wrong, your your church is a flawed system, but <laughs> it was in my mind their uh, their hubris is what led them to having a bunch of pit vipers right under their own nose. I'm worried my hubris put us in that position. I don't think so. I think it allowed us to be able to have a hand in stopping it. <laughs> Maybe Lucian's testing me. I didn't believe hard enough, so he put me in the middle of all of this. You're asking the wrong person on that, because the, the belief that your God specifically chose to test you because at the moment your faith wasn't strong enough seems a little ridiculous. You're speaking too well. You haven't been drinking enough. And she's straight for <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> just starts pounding them down now. You're probably out drinking her, actually. Doubling <laughs> down. She's not a lightweight, but she's I'm, not like I am going drinker. to forget this conversation. <laughs> Continue to drink until I can't feel feelings anymore. Zan's <laughs> <laughs> just right at the edge of that. Now she's feeling all the feelings before it all shuts down. Yeah. Can I start calling you Garth? <laughs> <laughs> She'll sing with the bard okay. <laughs> at some point. Right. She'll Does stand Relap up ever... and like duet with him. Does Relap ever go up and sing? Of course not. Do, I'm you, not... do you want me to perform? I'm not singing. Sure. Yeah, yeah, you got to perform. perform. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Roll off disadvantage, you drunkard. Perform. No, you get better when you're drunk. You don't actually have that as a... Uh... Train skill? Yeah. Yeah. Do? Yes. You know she sings. Are you she's a singer? So everybody is sort of thrown aback because not everybody knew this, right? Yeah. And she yeah. she can sing. So this kind of grizzled looking bard. He's really good, but yeah. he's looks a little rough. He's singing, he's got a loop just like relapse. 
and he's singing an old song, and she seems to know all the words to it. It's sort of an f- old folk song. She harmonizes song. with them and everything. It's yep, awesome. And it's really, really nice. Yeah. No wonder why she didn't believe the bard story. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk's going to just let her previous words sink in as she sings along with the old man. Yeah. All right. Cool. Oh, man. She's probably staying here. I don't think we're going anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Zan's probably staying at the at a Blessing and Barrel. I'm going to wake up in a random gutter somewhere. Because <laughs> um, I are you think guys I just going to get a hotel back. room here or a, a room for the night? Yeah, I would just get a room here since Zan's going to be here. Okay. Uh, I think Merc would try to go back to the Laughing Half Lane because he knows mm. Relop doesn't want to stay here. Okay, Relap, are you going to help him to yeah. the... Uh, <laughs> and I, I would kind like of want you in this accidentally steal the, the pitcher. So very luckily there is a... You're going to steal the pitcher. Accidentally, like, he just like walks out with it. I you're thinking about it. So yeah, we're going to have you walk out with the pitcher, but then you, you paid for it with like by tipping just stupidly, right? Right. So... You, you step outside, and there there's a handsome cab that's actually running tonight. They're back in business. Hey, so hey. they get a ride back. The twins stay there. Holg, are you going with them? No, I'm convinced that I can I can find my way back. Gotcha. I'm, <laughs> on my own. All right. In my haze. Okay. So, Roll. should we cut to the morning? Roll initiative. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, the morning. Okay. <laughs> so, Holg rolls over in an alley somewhere. <laughs> yeah. My accommodations in the gutter. <laughs> and the sunlight is getting in your eyes and irritating you. Yeah. There's a I'm little like bit looking of Looking around because I'm like partially convinced that I'm back in Prince Hall. Oh. Okay. oh. Yeah. It does smell like pee. That got me right in the fears. <laughs> There's Prince a Prince distinct urine smell where you ah. are. Oh. <laughs> All right. So you get up. You realize that you're, you almost made it. You're a block away from the laughing ah. halfway. That close. <laughs> totally got it. Kind of shake it off a little bit. Yep. Still counts. Maybe add to the urine smell and then walk yep, over yep, to yep. the inn. And as you step in, a relap is already downstairs. Relap, have you have you gone through your stuff since the gave it back to you? Have you kind of took I, taken inventory or anything like that? Not really. I mean, probably start looking through it. You might do that while you're waiting yeah. this morning because Merck's going to sleep in just a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Relapse there this what? morning? One thing that you notice, so as you start kind of looking through your bag and the stuff in the in the inventory, <clears throat> that box of Faragons, the one that was warded. The one that I wasn't, I couldn't identify? Right, and yeah. you actually recognize that it is unlatched. It's not even unwarded. It's, it's open. It's like loose in your bag. Um, okay. Is this the eighth of Medesa? It is. Yep. Okay. Yep, Medesa to eight. I'm going to go back to the corner with my stew and cast a tech magic on it. Do a ritual cast. Is it right. still enchanted? It is. Yeah, you're not getting an aura off of the box itself. It actually, you're pretty certain now, it was hard to tell before, but you're pretty sure it's lined with lead. Okay. Which is part, right. you know, you can't quite see yeah, through yeah. it. You could open it. And like while you've got the spell kind of rolling, yeah. What's the worst that could happen? I'll go ahead and it's just Pandora's box. So you just crack it, just a, all right. Just crack it open, it, right? and there's a a little bit of a tarry substance, sort of like <laughs> stuck from the from the top lid to the bottom, just is like it, a string. Is it the same thing that stuff. 
Taste is it. Is it the same material that was in the room? Yeah, you think so. And you also remember a rag that you had had picked up off of Faridwin that had something very similar on it. Okay. I'll go ahead and open it all the way up. Is that okay. all that's in there? Uh, no, there is a metal a wreath, like a like a wreath of laurels. Like a headband sort of thing? Yeah, like a headband okay. kind of thing. But it's made of metal. It's okay. got a little bit of a green sheen to it, but it's made sort of of this kind of rough-looking metal. And <clears> since you've, you're doing Detect Magic, it, it has a glow to it. There's a magical sort of head wreath inside. And it's a little sticky with some tarry stuff. I'm going to go ahead and pull out my pearl and cast Identify. Okay. Ten minutes later. <laughs> Big pause while he reads. <laughs> so Mark comes down the stairs at this point. Okay. He is kind of looking over a something that's in his box. In that box that uh, they got from Fred one. Oh. I thought you couldn't open that. Relapse kind of just twirling the uh, circlet in his hand. Yeah, it uh, seems to have opened. <laughs> I uh, walk up and I grab some of that tar that's inside the box. I'm like, you know that stuff tried to kill me the other night? That's great. <laughs> wow, this is going Basically well. when I like stumble in. Okay, yep, that sounds good. So, <laughs> so hole comes bursting through. From. It's kind of got like a... <sighs> It's not like saloon doors, you know, where they're short because they can yeah. lock them up. It's a full door. But it sort of swings like that. So you just sort of yeah. like bust yeah. these two doors wide open. Just flap whatever they're doing. And here comes Hulk just sort of it's morning. smelling terrible. <laughs> morning. Looking for breakfast. Uh, hey. Actually, I think I want a bath. <laughs> they can arrange that. Yeah. Hey, you remember that thing from the other night? Found where it came from and hold the box up with the tar in it. Don't get killed again. I'm taking a bath. Okay. Alright. Laurels of Victory. While wearing the circlet, you can use an action to cast a Scorching Ray spell with it. When you make the spell's attacks, you do so with an attack bonus of plus five. Circlet cannot be used until the next dawn. Nice. You you also, when you you do that, you kind of get the background of, of it too, right? Like some of that stuff comes along with it. Right. Cool. Interesting. Circlet of Scorching Ray. Yeah, I'm putting that sucker on. Um, we, I changed spells, too. I don't know if you need to know. Yeah, I only we, changed two of them. It'll be good when we get a little sheep, so you just right, right. real quick. Yeah. Just go I got rid of hold again. person and added protection from poison, and then I got rid of dispel magic and added create food and water. You know, okay. we could also do that really quick. D&D Beyond. Sure. Yep, yep. Sure that. <laughs> what product is that? <laughs> D&D Beyond. Wait, whoa, whoa, no, no, no. No, no, no. We Wait. need a sponsor yeah. before we're going to be plugging. <laughs> yeah, so you mean everybody at the table should get a free copy? That's right. Everybody should get a free copy of D&D Great. Beyond at this table, and we promote it even more. Okay. <laughs> also going to cast into the scroll case. Okay. The old scroll case. The old scroll case. And can I get Arcane Recovery before everyone shows up? Not if I could do uh, Mage Armor. And, uh... I'm going to ask Boblin for the nearest bathhouse and Bloody Mary. <laughs> yeah, how messed up is he? How messed up is he? Uh, I want some stew. I don't think Bloody Mary's probably or they're not doing a lot of potato booze yeah, around true. here. Tomato. Oh, okay. I guess for vodka. Their their best recovery drink then. <laughs> Hair of the dog. Cranberry juice. Can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. <laughs> so it's a hangover cure. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so they give you something that, that does have some, some vegetables in it and a raw egg. Perfect. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. I'll take two, one. And, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, directions to the nearest bathhouse. Okay. I uh, pull the pitcher out from last night. I'm like, why did you let me take this? It seemed funny at the time. All right. So what was the uh, list all about? I was looking to see if my sister was on it. And? She was, which I think is a good sign. Okay. Remind me what that list was about. I was making sure she joined the libraries. Okay. Well, good. Well, yes. Hopefully. We'll see. Hopefully they direct, direct you to the laboratorium, which is a bath, bathhouse that is reportedly heated by ma- magical means, and it's it's relatively close to here. Okay. I slam that disgusting concoction. <laughs> Keep it down. Uh, I let Relop and Merc know I'm heading that way. So whenever they want to uh, head out of town, that's where I'm going to be. Swing by and pick up. Yep. I am going to get a soak and enjoy the luxury of heated water. (laughs) (laughs) Overrated. All right. So it's a very nice place. Yeah, what's that going to run? You're just doing a bath? Yeah. You want to mess with your clothes, like laundry kind of thing? They would do that sort of thing while you're at it? Yeah, why not? Two gold. Okay, we'll do that. I am going to keep the choker because I want to like test out this water breathing ability maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep, seems to work. Try it out. So you just do a true soak. Yeah. Just, just, just <laughs> let it all submerge. No. Is that, it lets you breathe underwater forever? It, or does it have a time it on it? It gives or? me just treats uh, any area as I can just breathe normally no matter where. Yeah, I got you. Cool. And I wanted to test that out anyway. So Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. All right, so everybody's... Pretty much ready to go pretty soon, I would imagine, right? He's soaking, so you're going to have to go get it. Right. Well, when I make my... We're going to get up. Sand's going to be completely annihilated. Probably feel like garbage. Mm-hmm. She will pray for new spells, get protection for poison, cast it on herself to remove the poison effect. Why she choose poison? She has her own cleric hangover cure. Nice. <laughs> Keeps you from drinking raw eggs. Exactly, yeah. So she will burn that second level Yeah, second level spell for that. That's awesome. Just a handy tip for all your RPG players out there. If you're a cleric, <laughs> second level, protection from poison. Hang up a cure for sure. That would be funny to make an alcoholic cleric. Sure. And then always have that ready and uh-huh. then just keep casting it yourself so you're <laughs> fine. Funny. Yeah. So she wakes up, just destroyed, does that, feels fine, gets ready. Okay. Um, assuming gets Lucan. We head over to the halfling. They tell us he's at the bathhouse. Sam thinks that's an amazing idea. She's going to go herself, get the cart ready, and come find us. And she'll make her way over. Okay. (laughs) All right. So you're hitting the hitting the bathhouse. Sure. All right. I look at Relop and I look at God. I'm like, I'm going to need help getting the horses. You guys understand that? Yeah, I will help you. (laughs) All right. You don't need so, my help, and she'll make her way. So, Zan, uh, after you get in there, and are you having them do the laundry? Yeah, well? I'll do every, two, two gold. whatever they have available. Okay, and yeah, they have like kind of you know mud masks, things like that. Perfect. You, you want to do the just full spa treatment? You can just spend yeah. five gold, and they're just perfect. Setting you up. <laughs> after you're you're sitting there for a while, sort of a big open bath, mm-hmm. and. Hole comes popping up out of the water. <laughs> I want to do that slow, like creepy. Like. <laughs> 
One of those SEAL team things. And, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you've been here for, like, you know, 20 minutes to a half hour. Well, and I haven't seen him. And you haven't seen him. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, he comes. That's the creepiest yeah, for that magic item. He's pretty far away from me. He's not, yeah, you know, yeah. not, like, right up oh. on top of you. Yeah, yeah. Like, across the pool, here he comes popping up. <laughs> Her eyes kind of go wide. Go, How long were you down there? I do that, like, slow, like, finger wave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just shudder down her spine. <laughs> <laughs> you see her visibly shudder, like, <laughs> never do that again, please. <laughs> How long have you been here? Uh, what time is it? <laughs> uh, you know, maybe an hour at this point. Just enough to start to relax. Just kind of like draping my arms back, and just, like, sinking <laughs> sure. back down. Did you have fun last night? I think so. <laughs> She's ridiculously sober. Like, it's weird that she's not bothered by the amount. Because you know she's yeah, just... I'm like, that conversation you guys had last night, she was yeah, out of it. What I remember of it, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, speedy recovery there. Oh, yes, I have quite a good constitution. Mm. It's a negative one, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> did I... What did we talk about? I felt like we said something. Did I talk to you? Did I sing? That you did. Oh, God. Was any good? Certainly better than your brother. <laughs> She'll laugh at that. <laughs> yeah. Now I come out of the pool. That's not hard. <laughs> How big are these pools? <laughs> How big are these damn bathtubs? Just going super weird. Right yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> I love it. Boy, that's oh, goofy too. Okay. I don't know about you, but I'm planning on waiting here until they come to pick us up. Uh, that was the plan. I told them to get the <laughs> carts and bring them to us. I figured we deserved at least this. The last little bit of uh, civilization before we go out into the wilds for however long. Yeah. I well, like there's the, stuff yeah. out there. I'm not sure how thrilled I am to meet it, but I'm curious at the same time. Yeah, you don't seem like one set for the wilds. Mm, no. But I did tell Relap I'd help him. It's very honorable of you. <clears throat> Do you have anybody you need to see in Prince Home while we're there? There's a handful. We'll make sure you have time for it. Yeah, well, I'm sure you guys uh, will need some time for your family. And she's going to rubberize to that. Lucan will want it. Yeah, there's a... The tone of his voice for family is a little... She knows it's the source spot. <laughs> she's not going to further <laughs> investigate further on it. Yeah. Uh, I need to speak with my mother at the very least, but to figure out how we're going to get all the way to Fire's Heart safely. Hmm. This cart's going to be very slow in comparison to riding horses. It's all right. But I suppose we can carry more things. I'm going to set up a bedroll and just nap. I guess we'll wake you up if we need you. <laughs> so we'll both just hang out, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Too much else. A lot of small talk. Actually, that would yeah. actually work really well. He sleeps all day and then he stands guard all night. Hey, there you go. Hmm. Damn it. Well, he, says, he, he says he stands he guard all day, but really he just he sleeps, sleeps all night. He's, he stays up just long enough for us to fall asleep. Then he goes to sleep. He goes to sleep too. Yeah. Laziest rogue. <laughs> the laziest. <laughs> and a cheapskate at that. Um, I paint aren't all rogues, rogues cheapskates? No. Well, yeah, yeah. It kind of depends. All right. So we'll wait till we get word that they're outside, and then we'll get ready and go out. Oh, you'll get a word. No. How's this happening? <laughs> Where did they get a trumpet? <laughs> this kindly old woman who runs the bathhouse, yeah. her name is Fulvetica. 
who's been very kind and you know just really a nice soul in nice. this in this this morning after these you know hard couple of days she says there there is a very large man who says that it is time to go uh, he has scars on his face mm-hmm. and he doesn't smell very good <laughs> he sounds like a dangerous character I don't does he have like a small companion like a dandelion almost he, I I I didn't see his companion. I just mm. saw him come up and sort of demand that I find Xenophia and Holg, correct? Uh, if you could just tell him we're indisposed for the next 20 minutes and bring another one of those wines around, thank you. <laughs> I do one of those like, long sigh and then I like, slowly drop back under the water. <laughs> so, and Holg, you're like... Wait, there's wine. <laughs> yeah, she paid for the full, pr- the full, the thing. full thing. One for me and one for my friend. Yes. It's it's bubbly. It's, yeah, it's really it's it's strange. It's, it's this unique thing. Yeah, so we'll be like another twenty minutes, and then we'll get ready to go. Three minutes later, you just hear Mark yell, "The cart is leaving." The cart is <laughs> so there's a little pony. There's a pony, right? Yeah. And relapse not riding it. I'm not riding it. <laughs> Better figure it out. Two relap. Hey, I got got a red. Oh, relap! You ride? Um. Yes, he does. I do. He's excellent. An expert rider. He's known through the gnome lands. I hear this poor pony's gonna get eaten. Oh, that is great. <laughs> He's blew all sorts of money on this. Very thing. cool. He's just gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Lucan never see a pony again, so we're naming this pony Bill. Bill. Lucan mm-hmm. is going to protect Bill like nobody's business. <laughs> He will Bill sacrifice me buddy. to keep Bill alive. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so Perfect. Someday. <laughs> a dragon! Oh, hey, where'd Zan go? Uh, Lucan, the mines are no place for a pony. Is Bill okay? Even one as brave as Bill? <laughs> Even one as brave as Bill. <laughs> Perfect. Anyway, so we'll make our way back out there. Armor's all shiny. Hold she uh, looks great. Yep, yep. You forgot your pants. They do. Jeez. <laughs> like your, your clothes. Turn back around. Clothes shouldn't be dry. You know, they obviously yeah. have some sort of techniques because they, like, I mean, it's mm-hmm. pressed and just, you know, Hulk's never look better. It's like, what is happening over here, right? Who nice. knew? I fixed my ratty clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Just replace it with a suit or something. <laughs> well, why is there a pony? What is this for? Relop rides. Relop. He's an expert gnome rider. Is he in the cart? <laughs> I'm gonna be like slowly yeah. oh, yeah. He's in the cart. <laughs> Just the slow turn of like I imagine Relop will uh start to ride once we get outside of town, you know. I think he's kind of you know how he is with the city. And in the meantime we're just leading a pony along? It'll be alright. It'll That'd be, be easy enough. <laughs> There's plenty of food. So, All right. his name is Bill. As, as you leave town. This is the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> as you leave town, the last thing anybody would see is the wagon going along. Merc is on a, on a riding horse, correct? Sure. Everybody else is piled in, and the pony's poking its head out the back of the wagon. <laughs> it's in the wagon? Yeah. It's in oh the my wagon. god! Yeah, there's no way that that pony's keeping up with the wagon, right? Like, yeah. so I'm gonna pat it. <laughs> you call him Bill. Uh, He's meat sack. <laughs> no, no. He's Wait, horse meat. We can't have a pony in the wagon. <laughs> we're selling this Real, pony before we leave town. It's time to get out, of, get out and ride your pony. Does it have a saddle? 
Uh, he never. <laughs> 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 Ooh, nose on you, saddles. You're one tough rider. No, like nose on you, saddles. You'll be fine. There is no good that'll come of this. We're selling this horse before we leave town, right? Horse. The horse is fine. Uh, the pony. We have two horses, right? We have, have two, two dragging the cart, horses. one him riding, and, and then this pony in the back of the stupid cart. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Bill. Let's get out of the cart. <laughs> do you have animal handling? Yeah. You do? Yeah. So she yeah. will lead Bill out of the cart and take him towards the stable and sell him. <laughs> oh, okay. We do not need this Everything Anybody object? I'm not. Reel up. I'm good. <laughs> this, is, this is more space for me to sleep. Okay. All right. So with that I protected you as long as I could. Well, you, unless you want to make any kind of specific roll, you no. probably get 10 gold back from it. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> She'll take the bag and just throw it at Merc. Let's <laughs> just get back in the car. Lucan is so confused right now. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, you've been playing with this. I saw this someone, someone who will probably eat him. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, probably. So we get out into the road. There are, as you start moving uh, north on Lights Road, and, you know, some of you have never been on Lights Road before, right? Like, the twins have gone there. Very recently. Um, but, yeah, and it, but it's uh, it's kind of paved. You know, there's there's a lot of stone sort of worked into it. it. It's a huge trade route. You know, we dealt the luminaries, the shipping company that basically makes most of its money on that road. Every once in a while along the way, there's sort of a marker to kind of give people an idea of where they are. So this is very sort of civilized compared to what maybe you've seen in some different places. Off to the right, there's, well, I suppose the both sides. There's a lot of farmland as you first leave. Mm-hmm. There's definitely, to the east of this road, or sort of northeast, is the Adeladon Plains. And so <clears throat> the Holg and Reloff were sort of stepped into it at one point. They kind of went off from town. But it's it's grassland. You know, it's all grassland with some hills here and there, but it's just an ocean of grass as they, you know, see past the fields. But the fields go on for quite a, quite a ways. Chances are good that you're going to spend a full day of travel and never really leave domesticated land because that's where a lot of the food comes from. Any specific traffic we're seeing on the road? There are camps set up along the way that are people that have maybe were on their way to Lucidum and they've kind of stopped because mm. of the troubles that were happening. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and you did notice a, a larger presence from the clergy at the exits, you know, and they, they let you through because there's clergy. It's very quick to, you know, Lucan and, and Zan sort of show their credentials and it's no big issue. Uh, but they're not necessarily letting everybody in and out. They're kind of checking to see what's happening and, you know, that kind of thing. You do also see a couple of sort of makeshift almost like carnivals set up along the way to where they were maybe going to come in and celebrate midsummer, and they didn't, and so they're entertaining people, travelers, that kind of thing. It's a shame there's no celebration. I bet we could have sold the pony for more than 10 gold there. You could have just not bought it at all and kept your money. (laughs) Nah. I felt like I owed him one after that. Owed who what? (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Uh, Hulk's just going to kind of sit in the back of the wagon and watch the uh, city, the last bit of civilization that he's going to see for a while, just kind of okay. disappear in the distance. And, and as you watch it, too, you know, it's a little bit bittersweet because this whole, the city's been a little bit of trouble for you. <laughs> and, uh, right. So, you know, seeing the fact that, you know, you, you got used to that whole, that one big plume from the Forge District and there's still <laughs> some whiffs of smoke coming up mm-hmm. from different spots. 
That light tower is still very visible. The crack in the cathedral is not quite as visible from this angle as you go, you know, and so the mm-hmm. cathedral looks a little more intact from this direction as you as you head out. The sky is actually really beautifully blue today. Like as you move away from the city, the mists and the smoke and all that kind of stuff starts to go away. And so even Holg is like, okay, I can take this. You know, like this, <laughs> this is okay. This might be okay. Yeah. I'm assuming you're setting up some sort of yeah, well, at night where you're you're gonna set up a watch. We can camp near <clears throat> one of those uh, carnivals if they're going. I mean, for the sake of security sure. and numbers, I suppose. Yeah, sure. But up to you guys, if, unless you'd want to be separate. I mean, there's benefits to both, really. Sure. After the Steely Troop, I kind of want to not be with any of these people. That's, That's a valid point. I'm also on about, board with that. She would just be making the suggestion. <laughs> yeah. that you guys go no by ourselves. The wagon can two people sit up front in the wagon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that kind of that's that kind of setup where you got yep. probably two people up front that could be one person's dealing with the reins. Okay. And then room for like one person sort of mm-hmm. in the back. Oh, there's probably room for multiple people. You can pile everybody else. Yeah, yeah, except for the 300 it's, days of there's rations. A, there's a lot of food piled up and know, barrels. barrels and things like that. Mm-hmm. But you not pretending it's comfortable. It's not right. Like there's, mm-hmm. we're not talking like oh, shocks. This is a like yeah jostle you know, yeah. jostle your bones kind of wagon. Set up my bedroll as best as possible and just kind of relax. Ish. <laughs> She'd probably sit up front with Luke. So we probably have a full three weeks, basically. Yeah. You know, it's a, mm-hmm. a full full month. You know, weeks or ten days in this in this world. About unless we have anything specific, I'm going to put you about three days in. Does okay. That sound fair. Yeah, sure. It, the weather's been fine. No big deal. It's been pretty clear. Let me know if anybody has any different ideas for spells, but for the most part, you know, we'll just kind of go with where we are. I'd like to cast you. If you want to, like, Zan, if you want to get rid of I'll change that protection from poison one out. <laughs> switch, it, switch that one back. Yeah, I'll switch that back to the whole person like it usually okay. is. I'm going to cast into the scroll case every morning with Mage Armor mm-hmm. and do Arcane Recovery. Okay. Um, about the third day in, you come across another caravan that has stopped along the way. It's a, another little carnival. And as you get closer, it's Fully like like there's a celebration going on. There's it's a full on midsummer's festival, something that you would be excited to see. Typically, you know, it's it's what you're used to, and there, and it's this time of year. Like the, here we are, midsummer. The weather has been beautiful. It hasn't been hotter. Usually this time of year, it's pretty warm, and it's kind of been a little bit mild. I mean, there's barely a cloud in the sky, and at this point, it's become a lot of grassland to your east. But as you Come to on this, what did I say, three? Three days. Yeah. Uh, on this third day, pretty early on in your travels after you camped, you start to recognize that some of it's starting to be domesticated again. Um, you know, there's little villages here and there, you know, that kind of thing. And when you come to, to this one, you, you see that there's a bunch of wagons that have been set up, and there's tents that are sort of built off of those wagons. And pretty much everybody, I think maybe Relot might be the one that wouldn't be familiar with this idea, but you basically run into a carnival of little feet. So this is the, basically halflings that are different from the halflings that you're used to seeing in the cities. Hmm. They're kind of like gypsies. And so they travel around and they stop in different places and they're known for being performers, they're also known as being a little bit of shysters, you know, they're going to, you kind of watch your purse, you know, mm-hmm. specifically Lucan, you know, to kind of cover your, cover <laughs> your several pouches. Cover that, your pouch. Does he though? Of, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so you recognize that there's a full on uh, mm-hmm. Littlefoot carnival that's mm-hmm. been set up. 
and as soon as you get into the area there's plays going on where they're playing these parts and it's always a little bit of a novelty for a lot of humans where they're they're playing Lucian fighting not back in the day and all this kind of thing and it's you know it is is sort of it's like a guilty pleasure sometimes that you sort of think it's a little funny that these it's these little people mm-hmm. light feet look a little different from your from your regular halfling that you see um, so it's the difference between sort of a stout halfling and the light feet. Light feet are a little more slender. They almost look like little elves, kind of thin and pointy-eared, and they often wear their hair a little bit longer. And there's just all kinds of stuff going on with that. And Ooh. as you get there, you see that this there's also a town, so probably a human settlement, just like a hamlet, right? Like a little mm-hmm. town sort of off the road a little bit, and that's probably why they stopped here. And so okay. among the little feet, there are these human patrons, you know, peasantry, that sort of thing, running through the place. I was about to ask that if there were any travelers that looked like they had dismounted and were enjoying the carnival And there, well, there might be a few it... travelers along the way okay. too, but a lot of them probably have come from the, from the hamlet. Okay. What time of day is it? 10 in the morning. <clears throat> Keep going. All right, just gonna go out. No one wants to stop and enjoy a small break from the road? I mean, I would say that this is typically, and you know, and Merck might feel differently, but this is, it's kind of a treat when there's light feet around. Like, yeah. it's kind of fun because it's rare. You've seen it, but it's kind of rare. They show up when they show up. It's not that I don't think it's a treat or anything. It's I think I have a tree to chop and a tree to drop, drop, chop. What? <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to edit that. <laughs> Try that one no, more time. Don't edit it. Keep it in. Robert Funny. Wongle Wongle. Yeah. I have a tree to chop. <laughs> you're in a, you're in a rush. Well, I got better things to be doing. <clears throat> I'm not. I jump out of the wagon. <laughs> we seem to have lost our companion. All right. All right. Well, I guess so, we stop for um, just a few minutes. Hold, but sort of one of us will. I'll, I'll stay at the wagon and watch over things. Okay. To start. That's prejudiced. We won't be long. Hold runs over and gets infatuated with hog jousting. <laughs> what? Yeah, this sounds awesome. Actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's halflings on pigs of jousting. Yes, yes. hog jousting. I did. Yes. Wow. Have I ever seen one of these carnivals the, before? Like at the various, at the festival? Uh, probably, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not, again, it's a rarity. Yeah. Like once or twice in your life, you've actually seen a light foot Just curious. carnival. I'm putting my um, money on and bacon. So you have swine. memories. The last time, Zan and Lucan, the last time you saw one, you're probably 12. Wow. So it's okay. been a while since you've seen this sort of thing. Okay. But yeah, and yes, they're literally jousting on hogs, and they're the fattest hogs you've ever seen. <laughs> yes. Just giant beasts. As they fight through, the winner gets to keep their hog, and the loser we eat that hog. That's kind of how it works. And so once they once they you know they go through they go through multiple. So that means they're going to have a big pig roast afterwards when when they're done with this. And anybody there for I mean it'll cost you like a silver. It'll be very cheap basically compared. You'll be invited to to join in the hog roast. Do all these gypsies talk like Brad Pitt and Snatch? That would be amazing. I hate Ikeys. Also, as you're working through, some of them sort of introduce themselves to you, mm-hmm. and they you notice that they all introduce themselves as they give their, their first name, Lightfoot. Like every single one of them seems to give you the surname Lightfoot. Lightfoot. This Lightfoot guy was pretty busy. I'm keeping a very close eye on my stuff okay. as we're doing this, but she'll see what kind of 
events and games or anything else that's going on. Sure. Um, they have a pie eating contest. That <laughs> they. Why don't you just give us a list of what there is, and then we can tell you what we're interested in. <laughs> There's the archery. Uh, I mentioned the, the pig jousting. They do have some some posts sort of punched in around the place, and it's basically like a slack line. And they'll do it's it's kind of like jousting on that too, where they'll they'll <clears> go through and they'll try to knock each other off of the slack line. Oh, like tightrope oh, walking okay. and mm-hmm. trying to knock each other off. Yep, Got yep. It. yeah, meaning very loose. Yeah, bouncy. Um, that kind of thing. Yeah, try they, that out, Bob. There's certainly <laughs> minstrels. There's lots of you know little 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 <laughs> minstrel groups that are singing mm-hmm. songs mm-hmm. and sort of putting a hat out for coin. A good deal of acrobatics and things like that. There's a javelin throwing contest, and you're welcome to. You could put money in and see if you can involve that. And they also do something called rock block. And so they basically take a stone, it's like a uh, boulder, and you don't know how the heck they got this boulder here, right? Because they're <laughs> travelers. Mm-hmm. But they have this giant boulder, and the job is to try to push the boulder over to the other side, you know, sort of like a goal, right? Mm-hmm. But it's huge, so it takes like the entire team to just push at that boulder, and the other team's trying to push back. Gotcha. And that kind nice. of thing. And you can bet on that, and you can also maybe like form a team, things like that. Hmm. I'll go do the javelin throwing because apparently Merck's oddly good at it. <laughs> All right. So they ask you if you have your own javelin? Of course not. <laughs> Use the public one. Right. I am really crappy. good at this. I need a javelin, though, because I don't own one. <laughs> but I'm really good at it. All right. Um, the person in charge, she says, Hello, my name is Roheny Lightfoot. Roheny? Roheny Lightfoot. Lightfoot. Yes. Nice to meet you. I am mercenary. I hear there's some javelins to be tossed. Oh, there are. There's some javelins to be tossed. So we've got different <clears> sort <throat> of lines marked out. And so you can just decide where you're going to get that guy. So there's certain amounts that you can win if you put it where you want to put it. So if you want to, if you can certainly throw as far as you want, but sometimes there's actually a little finesse in trying to get it into that certain spot, right? So too far is not good, too short is not good. You try to get it right in the spot. Sure, what's the spot? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so they kind of mark it out and you know there's there's lines along the way, that kind of thing. So if you put in a uh, silver. Okay. And then once you have taken your throw, you try to get it in there. If you go too far, you lose your silver. If you go too short, you lose your silver. If you get it in there, you double your silver. Exciting. How about a gold? Hmm. Interesting. We can certainly add that up. Let's that's fine. So if you get it in there. You are sorry. If you go past there, you lose your gold. If you go pa- if you go too short, you lose your gold. If you get it in there, you gain a silver. <laughs> Sounds right. No. How about I gain a gold? Hmm. Let me talk with the boss for a second. <laughs> turns to uh, another woman standing or another Lightfoot. She turns back. Ah, that's right. Let's do that. That sounds good. So. So you win a gold if you get it in that spot. Well, now I'm a little afraid. You know what the best idea is? Negotiating with carnies. <laughs> I've changed my mind. Instead of doing a gold, I like to do ten silver. That is a gold, dumbass. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> she just sort of thinks it over. Uh, okay, that sounds good. Oh yeah, let's do a hundred copper instead. No! <laughs> I don't have a hundred copper, but I got ten Count silver. Count it out one by one. Yeah, yes. Yet again. Nope, I'm actually out of copper, by the way. I don't have 100 copper, I have 200 All right, are you ready? Let's see your uh, your gold, sir. Sure. 
put the gold down. Thank you, sir. She takes it, disappears. I mean, the gold disappears, just sort of like whoosh, gone in her hand. All right. Where's the javelin? All right. They give you a javelin. Seems, uh, it's no tempest, but it's pretty decent javelin, solid uh, weapon. I throw at the spot. Oh, okay. Just, just roll. Yep. Make an attack roll. So because you're being specific, I'm going to give you, you know, sort of a spot we need to hit. 22. So 22 does hit. It just almost catches the edge of it, but it does hit within that spot. So lands there. She looks at you, blank-faced. Very good, very good. Like it sort of stops right. You don't know what she's going to do. And then she goes, okay. And she hands you 10 silver. And my gold. Pauses again. Puts her hand out. Drops the gold. Pleasure doing business with you. Toss the silver back to her. <laughs> Thank you. Again, it's like she she grabs it and then she just opens her hand and the, and it's gone. I still got it. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of food options are we talking about here? Well, the, the pig will be the yeah. big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was say I'm um, double-handed. They... Two pork choppers. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say ham hocks, <laughs> stick. Um, <laughs> at this point, they do have several. It, it seems that they have roasted some chickens as they started, and so they have. Basically, chicken parts. You know, you can sure. you can get a leg, you can get uh, a thigh, you can just sort of get whatever piece they they have available. It's a little bit weird because they literally like grab it and hand it to you. <laughs> you know, it's unceremoniously yeah, with no. Just sort like, of, it's yeah. Uh, there, there's obviously a cultural thing where you kind of have to go. Oh, okay. thank you. You know that yeah. kind of thing. But they, they I just, love it. They just sort of hand you this greasy piece of chicken. It's for those of you that are interested. It's delicious, right? Like and she's buying nice stuff nice for Lucan because she knows he's staying at the cart, so she's just buying some food okay. for him. I'm assuming we would have had a long rest between now and then. Between now and what? Well, it's or been now and the last it's been time. three days. It's been three days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I stood so. up the whole time. <laughs> What's my level of exhaustion right now? Roll your con. I rolled a fifteen. You're dead. You die. You needed a 28. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah, so she, she would just buy some food for Lucan and yep. just like sweets if they're like candied apples and that sort of thing. Um, there are. Yeah. Yep, yep, they do. They have candied apples. They also have sort of a cooked apple, you know, mm-hmm. like as if you're ready, they just sort of like torch it right there. Sure. And it's sort of steaming hot, sort of falling apart on the, on the and it's, they put a little bit of like cinnamon on it, something like that. Unless you're just watching the games, looking at the townspeople, seeing if. Do they seem all right? Do they look like they were traumatized at all by this? Mostly, you see like young people, you know, sure. a lot of kids and teenagers, and, stuff, yeah. and they're they're having the time of their lives. Oh, but there's a couple of like marionette shows that mm. you run into, just yeah. sort of random entertainment on top of games. Yeah, um, and so they're you know running through. Uh, it's pretty impressive with the marionettes, you know, where they, the, whoever, whichever these light foot, light feet that are involved with it are very skilled you know just really active puppetry you also notice that there's some sort of barrel rolling thing going on where they're sort of knocking knocking barrels back and forth in some sort of some sort of game that doesn't seem to have any rules to it like you, just, you watch it for a minute and you just don't understand just what chaos. the heck they're doing cool. but the the people themselves seem to be pretty content they're especially excited about the food mm-hmm. you know just sort of having fun with it as you are you know, you're all sort of checking things out. Lucan, somebody comes up to you at the wagons. Okay. It's kind of an older guy. He says... Human? Yeah, human. And he says, are you, uh... Are you part of the clergy? I am, sir. Um, I was wondering if I could maybe 
ask for, for a little bit of help from you. What do you need? Well, I'm the sexton at the graveyard back in town. Um, have you been in town? Yes. Then I, I don't know if you've seen that there's graveyard on the other side of town. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you talking about the Hamlet or are you talking I'm about, talking about the Hamlet? Yeah, okay. No, I have not. Been <laughs> I was thinking of Lucidum. He's not going to know that you're, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, I'm so, so you have not. Okay. So, sorry. That's 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 the, that's the Hamlet at uh, Edgefield. And I don't know if you've heard Edgefield. It's a pretty tiny place. There's only a couple hundred people there. But I, I take care of the, the grounds, as I said, right? And during the whole thing, the last, few, you know, last week or last few days, whatever it was, we kind of lost our clergy. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I mean, he was called into Lucido to try to help out. Hmm. And so I'm kind of at a loss because since that night uh, on the 6th, the graveyard's kind of come alive on me. And there's a crypt specifically that, I don't know how to say it exactly, but it, it is full of skeletons. It, there's there's really? a bunch of... There's a bunch of skeletons trying to get out of this crypt. I've kept it closed. I've kept it secret from the rest of the town. But I need to do something about this crypt. And so I was hoping you could maybe help me out. Uh, if you could, you know, cleanse it or, you know, clear it out or whatever it is that you do. Let me just roll an insight check real quick. Sure. Natural <laughs> one. Steel. Steel. Four. I, a four. I did get a four. <laughs> yeah. A four. Uh, yeah, Guess no, whose wagon's getting stolen tonight? No, no reason to believe that this guy's giving you a false story. He seems sincere. I tell you what, I will come check it out after a bit. We're going to get some rest and check out this carnival. I appreciate that. I just don't know what exactly to do about it. I've kept that door sort of solid. I've barred it up a little bit more. Okay. But I don't know what's happening in there. It's scaring okay. me. What's your name, sir? That's a good question. <laughs> That's a weird name, sir. Uh, That's a weird name. question. I'm starting to doubt this. Carol Insight again. Sorry, my, my name is Norman Bates. Nice to meet you, Norman. <laughs> my name is Lucan, the champion of light. <laughs> there it is. Well, that's what we've been waiting for, is a champion. <laughs> oh, he likes that. His chest gets puffed out a little bit. <laughs> Even though there's nobody else to witness it? Yeah. <laughs> Lucan, they have some candied apples. And she's going to make her way back to the cart. Okay. She's bringing him food, so. Sure. I'm seeing this dude. Right, yeah. Does anybody see Norman while... Or... So she comes up just just as you are talking to Norman. Oh, okay. And he's, you know... So you see, Zan, you see older gentleman. He's dressed in common clothes. He's not um, wearing vestments or anything, right? He's not. Nope. Okay. Zan, hey, this is uh, Norman. Nice to meet you. She'll just kind of bow and she'll hand you this, like, raw hand of just chicken <laughs> thank you it's like they didn't give us anything to eat these with <laughs> just a big sort of greasy like thigh of chicken thigh all right he takes it she'll kind of wipe her hand off on like the side of the cart or something a little <laughs> bit before shaking this guy's hand sure. uh, <laughs> he takes care of the graves around town over there oh wonderful i'm the, I'm the town sexton okay i was uh just telling your your compatriot here that i was Hoping you can maybe help us out. We've got cause something came came alive, or I don't know, in the in the in the in the tomb. So we've got graveyard, but there's a tomb that's been there for a, long before we are around. Okay. And uh, that tomb has has suddenly come alive with skeletons and I don't know what else. I told Norman we can help him here after a bit. Of course. Go check it out. Probably be better to do so in the day. Absolutely. Um, let me see if I can find the rest of our group. Uh, we can meet you very shortly. 
if you want to just meet us in the graveyard. Is it easy to find? Uh, it is on the east side of town, so you can go through Edgefield. But Edgefield, okay. It's a furthest away from our wagon. Can I do an inside <laughs> check on this guy? Take our wagon with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why I didn't leave. <laughs> Even though he believes that the guy is not. Uh, Twenty-one. You feel that this guy's sincere. There's, okay. There seems mm. to. I 100% of it. He's like, feed my pretties, and then throw us in there and shut her <laughs> behind. Um, just look closer. Look closer. Whoop. Yeah, she's just trying to gauge whether or not he's trying to trick us to like leave our cart behind and steal right. it yeah. or whatever you, else. You don't get that impression. All right. Seems, um, seems. Let me grab our friends. We'll make our way over. Right. So she'll go try to find all three of these nerds okay. and get them back to the cart. Right. Go ahead and tell them what you. What, uh, what you were told and see if they agree, I guess. Yep. She'll relate everything that he told us. So so you're telling us we need to take care of these skeletons for a bunch of farmers. Need? No. We're asking What's in it for us? I don't know. Merc's on the right path. We didn't discuss payment. We're just helping out townspeople on the way. I understand doing a good deed, but <clears throat> I, I do have things that need to be done. You think we're going to stay down there for four months while we're doing this? a small crypt. I mean, it may be a bigger crypt, but... They made it sound like it's an old tomb. It could be a tenorous library. Library. <laughs> <laughs> a tenorous what? <laughs> it could be a tenorous uh, laboratory down there for all as we know. And just another reason to root it out. Fair enough, I suppose. But... If it ends up being more than we can handle, I can send a message back to Lucidum and have them send further clergy to help, but... We just need to take care of the skeletons that are beating at their door. Can't be that difficult. What could possibly go wrong? I mean, can't we just put some caution ribbon on it and call again? I mean, that's essentially <laughs> what he did, so yeah, why does it not work so? Levy already has. <laughs> We're just going to help him so he doesn't have to do that. The other point is, this is a small town, and I don't think the church is going to send anyone out anytime soon. And... We don't know that they necessarily were keeping really good track of what the people in the crypt were buried with in the first place. <laughs> so now we're... I mean, I start power walking. <laughs> so now we're... Good point, characters. sir! <laughs> <laughs> with big hands in your hand. With, yeah, we're chopping a stick in each hand. <laughs> Two large chunks of chicken. Um, 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 Time to <laughs> grave rob! Power walking, power eating. <laughs> Perfect. Let's go to the... We'll bring the carts, we'll bring the horse. Dude. Do the old lady power walk waddle. You're like knock me over. Hips, Whoa. hips shaking. All right, so we'll have the cart, we'll have the horse, we'll ride up to the town and go okay. to the graveyard. Okay, run the wagon through town. Yeah. The town is pretty unassuming. It's you know just a little, probably a dozen buildings total. Do they look any damage? Is there fire? Is there no? Okay. No, it's pretty pretty intact. Ghoulish things. <laughs> um, some of them are sort of shingled. Some of them are thatched. Like, that's, you know, it's a pretty uh, primitive place compared to what you're used to. You go through, and there's, on the other side of town, there's, like, just like you said, there's a little graveyard, little stones coming up. A couple of them look like swords. Some of them just look like, you know, standard headstones. And he is basically sitting there on kind of cellar doors, right? Like, it's not, you know, it's not sure. some standing tomb, mm-hmm. but there's two doors that go into the ground, and he's kind of sitting on them, and... Is he bouncing up and there... down because there's things pushing on it? <laughs> no. Is it no. barred up, like he said? Yeah, yeah, there's an extra, okay. sort of a big, po- uh, big wooden beam that has been sort of put across the top and kind of riveted 
handles that the bar goes through, so you can kind of push that bar through to open it up. I say, hi, Norman. We're here. We'll take a look. Well, I, I really appreciate it. Now, please understand that there are, and he kind of like taps, you know, he sort of yeah, big, bangs, on it. bangs on it, and suddenly it does, just like just like Zan was asking. Yeah. It starts to sort of heave. Kind of stand back a little bit as that happens. It. Her hand goes to her sword, like, oh, okay. Okay. Can you tell us anything about the crypts themselves? And she's going to like investigate the doors, see if there's any like lingual. Is there any language or symbols um, on this thing? Like, what is this tomb? Right. It it it's, looks very old compared to the rest of the stuff around mm-hmm. it. Some, a few of the tombstones might be close to the to the time frame. Okay. But for the most part, this thing is pretty ancient. It might be first empire like there's is very very possible but it's just hard to say there's not a lot of markings to it okay but she's still asking him what he knows about the tomb sure he says that the word is that the local lore is that there's some heroes buried down there from you know days of yore i couldn't tell you much about it and frankly i never paid much attention because i thought it was all sort of just you know stories to tell the kids but uh, it's it's always been pretty quiet. We've always sort of kept it. You know, we've we have added some bodies to the first chamber throughout the years. Some of the, the elders are sure. down there, but it's never been. There's never been anything but a peep out of there. When, when did you yeah. say this happened? Uh, it happened on <clears throat> days to six, somewhere towards the evening. I was burying a, one of the one of the children in the in the town passed away from a sickness and. We were burying her, and something started. We started hearing it, and so we hmm. made sure that we... How many of them got out? Did any? We did actually have a couple. There were a couple skeletons that came out. Some of the local townsmen sort of took care of them, but we locked up the rest of them. There's, I'm telling you, there's at least a dozen skeletons still was, inside right there. Was there anything else unusual that happened that night for you guys? Uh, I mean, well, did we, we the eclipse happened here. We could see the eclipse, mm-hmm. and so that was definitely an issue. I mean, during the day, I guess, but we kind of thought that it might have been related to that, but who knows? Okay. Can you give us a general <clears throat> sketch of the layout of this tomb? You know, you're going to walk into a first chamber, and then there is a lower level from beyond that. There's only the two levels. And as you go into that, into that bottom level, there's a couple of sealed doors that I've never been through so i don't really know what's beyond those two but there i know that there's a couple of doors that have been sealed since who knows when diablo time (laughs) welcome well well, let's get ready and so she'll just kind of prepare she'll take her sword and shield out she's going to hold her sword forward facing downward okay by the front of the doors norman can you make sure nobody takes anything from our wagon and the horses are safe certainly yeah that's it i absolutely will Stay out here and keep an eye on things. Thank you. All right. Let's see if we can deal with this initial onslaught. Uh, Lucan and Merc, if you want to help with the barred doors. Um, sure. I'm going to try to affect as many of them as I can right at the start. If any of them get past me, we're going to have to deal with them. Is everybody ready? I'm going to hand them my half-eaten pork chops. <laughs> to normal out of these. Okay. <laughs> might want to back up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna like so. experienced like monster hunters or exterminators. <laughs> As you do that, by the way, the the <clears throat> smell of pork starts to rise through the place because apparently it's they're they've been you know cooking this pig mm. for the last hour or so. It started. You know what? Let's just we'll be back. We'll be back, Norman. <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> Let's eat first. Just real gonna, quick. We'll be right back. 
Grab a bite. What if this ruins pork for us? We're fighting undead, smell pork the whole I'm time. I'm you. Oh, that could be <laughs> yeah, yeah, that Like, ah, oh, it tastes like a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> Pork's ruined. No! Every time you've eaten meat, it has been a corpse. Ooh, Just say it's true. Yeah, you're right. Oh, we're good. <laughs> we're totally good. <laughs> hey, let's have that horse. Let's get horse next time. I'm going to try it. <laughs> never thought of that before. <laughs> All right. All right. So crack it. So as soon as that door opens, she's doing Channel Divinity Turn on Dead. Okay. <laughs> yep. Doors are open. So, best episode of Walking Dead is about to occur right here, yes. right? So they break open the doors. And then and these channels Divinity through the sword, just shines it down there. 30 feet distance down into that. All of them need to make wisdom saving throws at 15. Remember that they need to see you. Do you want them to come out into, like, let well, them walk a little bit first? I mean, I'm assuming it's like a downward, like, staircase, isn't it? Right, but if there's 30 of them, I mean, what, what I'm saying is yeah. before you just burst it, mm-hmm. you might sort of make sure that you sort of see them first. Kind of like the white of their eyes, right? But I would wait till you can see them first. Sure. So that you don't, like, have some hiding around the corner. Right. That can see or hear me must make a wisdom save. Or hear you. Or hear you. Oh, so you can so she'll just yell say, something. Yeah, oh, she'll just be like, okay. illusions like that is you. And okay, sh- fair enough. Like, fair enough. So she'll do that. That makes sense. And scream it down 30 Say that again, because I, I interrupted you during that. You know, yeah, right. Make it uh, as useful as possible, because there are actually 15 skeletons here. All right. So they are making which test? I'm sorry. Wisdom. Wisdom. DC 15. Gotcha. They have all they're of the wisdom. very, very smart. No, they're just wise. And have wise. Wise, they, yes. They have lived beyond their years. And this is At this point, can you, you can destroy them after fifth level, right? Uh, no. Wrecked. No, not yet. I don't think. I don't know when that turn happens. I think it's fifth. Is it? You might double check. Right? No, I'm going to do Sorry, that. we'll do a little make your saves. checking if we need to. Yeah, no, I got it. They all make their saves. Yeah, no, I mean, he's rolling against me, so of course they do. But rather than knowing... Destroy undead. What is that under? At fifth. Yeah, anyone that fails the saving throw against a turn undead feature, the creature is instantly destroyed. Creatures under half. Yeah, if it's at or below a certain threshold. So CR. at fifth level will be, yeah, CR half or lower. I don't know what their CRs are, but that's absolutely true. Why didn't that go over to my sheet? You failed me for the last time. Autofill PDF. <laughs> Let's since we kind of stopped and looked yeah. at rules. Say say give us your Yeah, may Lucian's like banish you and she'll just scream it down though. Okay. So the door opens up and it you know opens towards you, right? It's been yes. basically pulled Mercs on one side, Lucons on the other, and she's standing there at the top and, and yells that, and you see these skeletons come up. Most of them are just skeletons. There's no armor. It's just all bone. Mm-hmm. And just sort of bursts through and this light just sort of sears through them, hits through and just almost lifts for a second and just just pulls apart as it falls. There are just so many. It's almost like you couldn't even count them at first, right? And just bones sort of falling all over. And when all is said and done, three skeletons are walking up the steps. And she'll just step back. Just back away from the doors and let them come out. Okay. What are the doors? I don't know. Kind of what you would expect on like a cellar door. So, like you might get two people side by side. So roughly ten feet. I mean, the obvious strategy here is stand on either side and stab them as they come out. I was gonna hug them. Okay. Go ahead and roll initiative. We'll just give people a chance to watch. I I can get a three. I lied. I got a four. I got, a nat, I got a nat 20. Yeah, we're just, just to give people a chance to... You get a lot, nat 20 a lot on that. Oh, and then I miss my attacks. Only a couple of times I have a 22 when you didn't even need to roll initiative and you got I the know. 20s, but... 
It's the only time I roll 20s. Yeah. Like. <laughs> uh, 17. I got a 16. I'm letting the battle develop before I take action. Is that is that what you're... <laughs> so 16, really? No, seven. as you're telling us to just stab them, we're Mer- stabbing them. <laughs> Four. Get okay. Yeah. So we got an order. So, skilly. <laughs> Lucan. I don't you, think that's how you spell skeleton. you see that as well? I take a swing at one. Tungsten dice. <laughs> I think it dented everything. It shattered down through the table. Oh, my sword is uh, lit up, of course. Oh, yeah. I rolled a 15 to hit. That totally hits. 14 damage. All right. So, Lucan lights his sword and swings at this thing and just shatters it. Nice. Just cuts through its spine, cuts it in half, and it sort of falls, making these sort of ridiculous knocking noises as it, as it hits the... Stairs. May I take a second attack against another skeleton? So seeing as how you're on the side... Yeah, we'll get to, I think there'd be one more there. You'd have to kind of step right. up onto the side of it. He was more than happy to so step in front of everyone. On the, and standing on the doorway, basically, as they come up come up through. <laughs> Just to irritate Merc. And he takes a swing! Oh, and I roll a nat one. Okay. You throw the sword. So that one doesn't go as well. You flew too close to the sun, Icarus. Take a swing and uh, almost fall down the stairs. Oh, no. I stepped on a bone. By the way, Relop, you notice that everybody has this really shiny weaponry. (laughs) Yeah. That you... Have not seen before. Everybody's, everybody's shiny shield, armor. Shield the and shield sword. is shiny and glowy and all that stuff. Even Hulk's right. weapons are nice. Yeah, I got and a shiny. new shield. He's got new armor. He's got. We a new didn't weapon. get you anything. Let's see. I shot him the sword. Yeah. So Zan just wiped out a whole bunch of them. Lucan just shattered one and then fumbled. Um, I think they got it under control. So I'm gonna walk back over to the old guy and take one of my pork chops back. <laughs> Just lean against yeah. the cart. Like, this is going to be like, good. You can have that one. I'm taking this, and I'm going to just, like, sheathe my offhand one. Okay. And just, like... So your action is eat a pork chop. Eat a pork chop. <laughs> Great. What about your bonus and action? you... Let me roll. Let me roll. Hold on. You thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. It's a delicious pork chop. Sansern. Best initiative pass ever. He shattered one, and he missed the other one. Yeah. Yep, so there's two left. I have to keep bringing that up. <laughs> like, Luca, watch your step. And then she'll sacred flame the one that she can see, like, the top of a head of or something okay. like that. Right. Sacred flame! So he just make a saving throw. All right, misses it. You're kidding me. All right. 16 points of radiant damage. All right, that's, so that thing just sort of lights up, and then all of its joints sort of fall, you know, break apart. And again, da, 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 yeah. just hitting hitting the ground as it falls down the steps. We got one left. Definitely the best. Uh, so kind of make a motion for Merc, like after you, okay. kind of thing to the staircase. The one that's left, it's his turn. He's gonna swing towards Lucan, who's sort of okay. staggering above it. Basically, swings this uh, sort of old rusty sword at you and misses. <laughs> and <laughs> shield it off. <laughs> You could I totally have gotten some lockjaw out of that. I'm gonna go ahead and join but I didn't. Hulk with the uh, chicken because I think <laughs> pretty sure they got this covered. <laughs> That's a good idea. The pork chop. Mm. it. All right. So, are you gonna give him any pork chop or have some pork chop? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> pork right, chop. Hands over a little pork chop. The best right. part is that all of this is gonna have the skirmish music going behind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, Sam. it's tactical pork chop. There's one left. He, he just did. swung at Lucan, and Lucan did not get hit. 
<laughs> I look at the two eating the pork chops, and I look at the skeleton. I'm like, oh, I got better things to do. I walk down and swing at it twice. All right. Does a uh, 16 hit. Yep. So that other one on it. 12 and 11. Okay. And for the record, I was using the plus one sword against my better judgment. Okay. He takes this really gorgeous, shiny weapon, and he swings it at this at this skeleton. Actually takes the top of the skull off, and you think that that's probably the end of it, but you, you, know, you were like, okay, I'm going to swing at this thing twice. It actually starts to jab at you, even without its head, and so you... You take the sword back and you just chop it through the the rib cage. Just buckles under the weight of the weapon, and just busts into a bunch of pieces and falls to the ground. So standing at the top, bunch of bones everywhere. And now what? Lucan will lead the way down. Yeah, time to clean it out. Norman, we have finished our work here. <laughs> We're gonna clean out the crypt, everybody. Pork, pork chop breaks over. Uh, and she'll make her way down. I lick my fingers and. Toss the bone over my shoulder. <laughs> Cleaned it. Six seconds. Good to go. <laughs> okay. Right, she kept down the stairs. Everybody's gone? Yeah. Yeah. Going down the stairs, and it's um, a, it's an open chamber. It's about 40 by 30. And there's a sarcophagi to the left. Doesn't seem to have been breached or anything like that. There's a lot of recesses along the all the sides where presumably all those skeletons Standard have crypt. come from. Were they just laying in there, or were they in caskets as well? That have no, the these were these were just laid in the in the recess. Oh, okay. Like along okay. the edges, you know, maybe they weren't as you know sure. well well to do or something like that. But they but there's no skeletons anywhere. Like that, all of the skeletons seem to have woken up from these recesses, and that's that's what you just attacked. There's a door in front of you. It's actually t- to the east. And there's a door to the south to your right. So there's one door in front of you. There's one door to the right. So and again, the guy told you that he'd never actually been through those doors before. Oh, shoot. I was going to yell up to him like, what's in these? Never mind. Been sealed <clears throat> since, you know, time memorial. Okay. We'll look at each of the doors, see if they're yeah. locked. Are they trapped? Are they... All right. Just roll into... Look we'll take a look traps. at door to the right at first. How about that? Sure. So we'll go to the right. To the right. Checking for traps? Yep. Uh, that'd be a 20, <laughs> so with you know, that's 23. Pretty certain there's not a trap. Does okay. it seem locked? It, it is locked. Hmm. All right. Well, let's, let's go I'm gonna, ahead and open this up. Uh, before, before, before you open, I want to listen and just hmm. see if we can hear anything on the other side. I roll a 14. You don't hear anything on the other side. Lucian's guidance to his lockpick? Uh, D4. D4. Our favorite dot around here. Mm, dude. <laughs> oh, did Thomas Thomas? I have a great bonus. You do have so. a great bonus. That's an 18. Okay. Yep. Click it open. It's kind of an old rusty lock at this point. Pops open. So the door opens. It comes your way. And there's a very small, just sort of a 10-foot hallway. And there's another door there. That's it. There's just one. There's Are there any traps in the hallway? chamber here. Would this thing be trapped? Yeah. Check the floors and the walls. Kind of like slowly, like half speed, go across. Dun, 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 we'll let Hulk go first. <laughs> Do the check for traps. traps. Yep. What's this saying, lingual? Only a penitent man will pass? <laughs> Only a penitent man will pass. That is a dirty 20. It got a dirty 20. All right. You 
find something in the next door that you feel like is there's maybe like a just like a spike trap, something okay. like that. Hey, Luki, you want to check this door for me? <laughs> I'm kidding. Lucan's <laughs> like ready to do it. Yeah, he's yeah, like, like, sure. <laughs> just like slap your hand away. <sighs> oh, that's funny. You're get so terrible. Yeah. You're a kidder. You like the kid. Uh, let's go ahead and try to disable that there. Okay. Lucian's guidance is 23. Okay. So you kind of stick some tools in there and you get it to. You basically get the spring without anybody in the way, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it goes, pops out. There's this sort of nasty-looking dart that comes out right. of it. It doesn't. It's not like a dart shoots across right. the room. It just sort so of. So I like point at the it. dart and I go get Luke and I'm like, "That's why you don't grab doors." <laughs> <laughs> Got it. She look over to Luke and she's like, "That's why we keep them around." Smile on her face. Right. Is the door locked still then? Or? It is still locked. Yeah. Okay. You just you just undid the. Okay, here we go. Loosen up again. <laughs> Lucian's guidance. Okay. Lucian's guidance. 23 again. Nice. All right, unlocked. Slowly inch it open. Okay. Everybody roll initiative. <laughs> okay. okay. Hold it. Do you think there's something on the other side? Ooh, dude, that was rough. Hey. Still a seven. 19. 15. 7. Whoa. What? Wow, there we go. Seven. Seven, buddy. Nine. <laughs> Ooh, look at Holy crap, I'm not even, like, last. Seven. So who's, Again. who's going first, Tolg or, or Relot? I'll let you go first. So <laughs> you see, as you step through the door, standing there next to a single sarcophagi that's just sort of sitting in the middle of the room mm-hmm. is a ghostly-looking warrior. He's got a huge sword. It's all sort of see-through and got a little bit of a blue glow to it. And he like a um, great sword. No, so it's a huge sword. Yeah, it's it's like a yeah, it's like a, a long sword. long it's sword. It's a one-handed a, sword, but oh. it's a big big one-handed sword, like a bastard sword. And you're a bastard. You're a bastard sword. <laughs> <laughs> he basically like turns as soon as as soon as you open the door, he's like on you, and he says, "It is time to cleanse my home." Yeah, that's what we're doing, guy. And uh, Lucan, it's your turn. This oh. big thing yes. is standing there with its sword. All right. He is going to Divine Smite this bad boy at a level two slot. Okay. Pull your earbuds out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> As you watch the audio file, <laughs> <laughs> Lucian's light. Damn it. What, what did he say? What did he say? What did he say? Cleanse. Cleanses. No, strike you down. That's what I mean. What did he say? He was going to cleanse his town. Cleanse his town? Cleanse his home? All right. May Lucian's light cleanse. I can't get this. It's not working. All right, here we go. Strike you down. Just go with strike you down. No, no. No, do your thing. Do your thing. Be the best you. May Lucian's light cleanse you, fiend. Wah! 22. 22 hits. Baby, baby. Remember. Remember how many dice? Did he die? Damage. I hope so. I'm excited. <laughs> Why is your first question on every hit? Is just like, is it auto dead? Is he dead? Why? Because that's what he's used yet? to. <laughs> Did I one shot head, everything? Big old. Twenty six points of damage. Twenty six points of damage. All right. So come in and light sort of lights the room for a second. It's been basically lit from the glow of the sword. That kind of but everything just sort of goes daylight for just a second as he strikes, and it definitely affects it. Right? It sort of moves back. It doesn't like it, but at the same time, 
you almost see like it's excited that it's like getting to fight. Trey yeah. is ready to roll. Lucan takes a big old step right into him and takes another big old swing okay. and it's going to Divine Smite again. This time he rolled an eight, uh, excuse me, a 20. Yeah, it is. 16 points of damage. So, again, he takes another swing, lit sword, hits it. It de- definitely doesn't like it. The the lucite sort of enchanted steel that you have is definitely feeling good uh, in your hands. Excellent. Uh, Zan's turn. We have that hallway between, because she's probably in the first chamber. There's the hallway with hold with the door, and then uh, Lucan just went charging in. So she'll be like, Lucan, down! And she'll do her sword over the shield shot again, and she's okay. going to cast Guiding Bolt this time, and we'll do it at level two. So it's just a big pulse of radiant energy goes shooting down that direction. Big bar of light comes bursting through. (sighs) 24. That is. 15 points of radiant damage. Okay. All right, light comes through, hits it, and sort of sears through it for a second. Yep. Almost like dissipates for a second. You know, it sort of moves this hole through it and then kind of sort of pulls itself back down. And the Definitely ra- did, some, did, did some damage to it. The Radiant stays on it. The next person to attack it has advantage. Okay. So after, after it comes through, it's sort of got this this glow to it. And I'm staying um, in the first room. Great. So Merc's turn. Can I actually get up to it? Yep. Because we're looking at a... Effectively, he's standing about... So if you're standing in that little antechamber in between, he's really about 10 feet away from that spot. So even if you're in the room... One, two, three. You're you're looking at about twenty feet to close on. Okay, get up there and okay. uh, swing at him. All right, roll with advantage. Eighteen hits. Fifteen points of damage, and then it only it only is for so, the one attack, right? The first attack, yeah. yeah. So it comes through, you know, hits him, and he he basically sort of move it, it sort of moves him through, right? This this lucite steel seems to be really, you know, more effective than you're maybe giving credit, like you're pretty happy with <laughs> the way it hits, and it sort of moves him off, like just, almost like he's been punched in the gut, or in the in the kidney or something, right? Like sort of moves him off to the side, and then you take your second swing. I would like to feign an attack on this one. 20 will hit, right? Yep. For the record, I took a 2 and turned it into a 9. Cool. <laughs> 16. Okay, alright. Again, so it hits it, whips around, it starts to move in, and you sort of come from the other direction and cut through again. And it's it's definitely affecting this thing. It seems to sort of bat it back and forth as you hit it. Hulk's turn. I am actually going to like shuffle in and engage them. So it's just kind of like a running like slide into an upward jab. Okay. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Uh, that would be AC twenty six. It's sneak, sneak, sneaky, sneak. <laughs> Aww. 14 points of damage. And then uh, I will use my bonus action for offhand. And that's only AC 12. Miss. Yeah, so All right, so it comes in, start, you know, strikes it. It's sort of, it's busy t- paying attention to Merc, who just hit it. it. It gets struck from this new Lucite Steel Sword and suddenly turns at you. The other one, it kind of freaks you out because he turns at you and suddenly, like, his face almost looks like a skull. And you kind of get weirded out by the second shot, and that's pr- probably why you miss. Um, oh no! So, poor chop it's hands. Turn. Oh, relapse. Yeah, relapse. Sorry. Gonna go ahead and charge up laurels and uh, cast scorching ray. Okay. So Zane's in the room with him. What is this looking like? So he has this band or, or around his head. <laughs> it looks just like metal leaves, leaves. right? Like set up to look like laurels. And 
it as it goes to cast, it actually lights up with sort of orangish runes all around it. Just and from him comes this ray of fire, basically. Seven, eleven, and twenty-three. Okay, twenty-three hits. All right. Somehow, this wreath kind of picks up his weird corkscrew shots. <laughs> and the last one is going to hit this thing perfectly. Uh, seven points. Okay. Still trying to key this thing in, guys. <laughs> oh, just a little to the left. Ah, oh, way to the right. I got him. <laughs> yeah, this thing comes through. And yeah, this is the first time a few of you have noticed this thing. He's kind of got it like tucked under his hair. He's mm. this big old billowy hair. So it is... It's turn, and it basically turns towards Relop, and kind of has this weird sort of skeletal smile. You know, it's it, it, like it's weird to say because there's not a lot of flesh to the face. Right. But as it, it sort of opens up, and there's a bit of a like the, you can see the teeth and what little flesh seems to be there, and you get the the sensation of the smile. So, effectively, three more of them appear next to him. He basically <laughs> smiles and like. Pow, pow, pow. There's mm-hmm. more specters standing there. They all look a little different. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit bigger than the rest of them. And the other ones look like maybe they're soldiers that are sort of following his lead. So three more appear, and that is his turn. Lucan, it's your turn. Um, I'm going to turn the unholy. Woo! Right? What the heck is that? That just makes him run away, though. Yeah, it just turns away. That's away. not a bad That's not day. what you did, though? I did that, but... Mine just has the extra bonus that if they're under a certain challenge rating, they explode. Oh, yours blow? Well, okay. Yeah. I'm not going to do that then. All okay. Because right. I was like, how come yours blow up? But mine doesn't. Yeah, that's okay. just the cleric okay. thing for getting it fifth level. Right. They can blow up. He's going to continue on the one. The big guy. They all look the exact same? Like they're replicas of them? No, not exactly. No. Oh, they, they don't? Okay. Like he looks bigger than the rest of them. It's kind of okay. like he called other heroes. Other heroes. Okay. Followers gotcha. To him. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Lucan um, is going. His men. Lucan's going to take a swing at the uh, the one that they've been attacking. And he just yells, Be gone! And he okay. takes a swing, and he is at a 16. That's a miss. So take a swing, I'll and do. he holds his shield up and gives you a stare. Alright. Lucan does a spinning back swing for his second attack. Okay. And gets a nat 20. Yes. Smite! Double damage! I did not smite that no. one. You can choose to. Can I choose to It's smite? after you hit. I can choose to smite after I... Yeah, that's how you did it before where you didn't hit that first time oh, until you saved the well, smite. Well, I always called it and then saved it, but... Yeah. That's fine, yeah. Okay. Smite it! Here we go. So I'm doubling the damage of this, right? And then adding yeah. the damage bonus? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Doubling we, all the dice you're rolling. Bonus after. It's actually just like algebra. You multiply first, then you uh, get 50 it. damage on this one. <laughs> Holy cow! Good <laughs> lord! Lucan... Hits this thing and just slices right through. He's got a helm on, right? And it's like you just kind of come right through the helm of it, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense because it's it's spiritual in a sense. But, like, it just cleaves that helmet in half. The face of him just sort of splits open. As it starts to spread apart, it just starts to dissipate into almost like little stars, right? Like, it's just okay. diffusing into the air almost. And so by the time you get your sword all the way down... There's nothing left of him but a little bit of, like, spark in the air as it sort nice. of whiffs off. Spectral glitter. Now, the other, the other three <laughs> oh, are still there. never going to get it off of us. No, no. <laughs> Lucan, that was your first one? That was my second. I missed second. my first okay. one. So that means that we are insane. We've got three of his henchmen still still hanging out. I only have one spell slot left. 
Woof. Oh no. If there are three left, she will do her usual scorching ray attacks. And I'll split one amongst each of them. Okay. First one, 17. Hits. Second one, 26. Hits. Uh, last one, 18. Hits. So these are spread individually between each of them. Okay. Well, that's how you're doing it? Nice. Yep. That's cool. Just spread the damage out a little bit. That's visually neat. Dude. Yeah, so she just kind of comes in. She has the sword on the shield and she just sprays. <laughs> and just kind of phaser beams all three of them. First one is going to be uh, nine for the first damage, uh, ten for the second damage, okay, and seven for the third. Okay, all right. So all of them seem to like sort of. So she'll come into the chamber it. with like near Lucan, and we'll just kind of spread across all. Sort of come through. They they all sort of jolt at it. So definitely definitely feels as though they were affected. turn. So there's the three of them. All right. I just, at the closest one, I, uh, I swing. Okay. 21. Hits. I would like to distract and strike it. Okay. Look over there. Look over there. No, What's that, ghost? Hey. <laughs> 15, 18 points of damage. Excuse me, 19 points of damage. Oh, no, a holy symbol. <laughs> <laughs> the clergy. And then that one, if he attacks somebody else besides me, is at disadvantage. Okay. All right. So you definitely give this thing a hit. It doesn't. Doesn't appreciate what you did to it. And, and I get my second attack. Second attack. Same guy? Sure. 17. Hits? Uh, 9 plus 4, so 13. Okay. Nah, I don't, I don't want to do anything else. Oh, okay. So definitely hit this thing again. It's hard to tell because of the, the sort of spiritual nature of them, but you swipe through this and it doesn't it doesn't appreciate what just happened. Hulk's turn. Is there one like engaging Lucan at the moment? Um, Luca. Are you gonna yeah, sit back and yeah, worked out? I would say so. <laughs> We're pretty tight quarters, right. and they popped up All right, right around him. I will rotate <laughs> around the backside of Lucan to stab at what the other ghosts. <laughs> Another nineteen. <laughs> So close to the twenty. He wants to spike this critical strike so badly, and it's not happening. (laughs) That would be nineteen damage. Nice. And then offhand, we'll miss. Name Lord. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So kind of come in, get it from behind the the sword. The the leafite steel short sword kind of goes through it in a weird way, and sort of pops out. Kind of looks down at it, and you pull it back out. You know, anything living would have been down. At that point, relapse turn. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do another uh, scorching ray, uh, one to each. Okay. Sixteen. Uh, Sixteen. Yep. Twenty-three. Yep. And twenty-six. Yep. Hit all three. All three of these guys hit. <laughs> Dialing it in. Firing away like the fire. They still, <laughs> in, they still come in with a corkscrew, right? It's yeah. gonna be corkscrew weird as it comes fire. He's just actually landing them because they're his now instead of the circlet. Seven, eight, and eight. Okay. So the first one hits the one that Merc was on and it dissipates. It sort of bursts into the same little stars. And so one of them's gone. Eight and eight, right, you said? Yeah, eight for okay. but the other two. And the other two definitely get hit, but that's kind of where we are. So two are left. It's their turn. One of them definitely going to swing at Lucan because that's the one that's on Lucan. Mm. All righty. Did one of them have disadvantage? The one that the one that died was the one with disadvantage. Aww. And uh, Lucan, he's gonna which let's see. AC twenty, right? Yep. Ooh, you're rolling nineteen. Yeah. Um, Magic the shield. The other one is swinging at Merc. Can I give him uh, disadvantage? Use my protection. Is he close enough? Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, you're closer. Okay, I will use my shield to help him out. Alright, defense. Merck loves it when I do that. Mm-hmm. F plus 20, so they always hit anyway. Mm-hmm. No, no. <laughs> I'm just rolling to see if they get crits. That would only work on one attack, right? <laughs> yeah, the first attack. Because yeah. yeah. he used his reaction right. for it. Yep. So they, they get a second attack. So sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so I'm done for the round or until the next. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we basically have a couple that are swinging at Lucan. Or I'm sorry, not a couple, but like the, the one hits a couple times at Lucan. The other one swings at Merc. The first one actually hits Lucan's shield. Yes. As he's close to it, the second one comes in uh, and is actually going to hit Merc. And now he looks like his hoodie. That's why I don't wear white. <laughs> Check out our site to see what Mark's hoodie looks like. <laughs> it's very bloody and disgusting. Oh, did you guys take a picture of it? I did. Mark, you do get catch uh, part of the sword. It's weird. It kind of goes into your armor and then sort of clips you and cuts and then pulls back through your armor. It's like, you know, ethereal. Um, just get you for 10, but you now have will have disadvantage on the next attack against you. Ooh. So it sort of does something weird to you that... Attack against me or the next attack I take? I'm sorry, yes, the next attack you take. Thank All you. right, thanks. So, couple, they, they've taken their turn. We're back to Lucan. Lucan is going to take a swing at the one that just hit Merc. Okay. You're pretty tight. The two of you are kind of together at this point. Oh, sorry. Okay. So that's fine. Um, rolled 17. Hits. All right, I'm not doing Divine Smites for 10 damage. All right. Um, this, this light sword comes in, catches it, and again, it's, you know, it's just... A, pretty basic battle at this one. They're just back and forth. Okay. These are two warriors. Nope. They seem, like if these were live warriors, you'd have some respect for them. They seem to be pretty decent at what they're doing. Okay. There's some real technique going on, even though they're ghostly. Alright, he'll take his second swing. That's the same one. Okay. I rolled a 19 to hit. Hits. And I rolled an 8 for damage. Alright, again, hits through that thing. and You're definitely doing damage. It's just hard to tell where we are. Yeah. Dan's turn. We've got two of them. One of them's basically on Merc. The other one's on Lucan. They're kind of packed up with them. Right, focus fire on the one that they were just damaging for Sacred Flame, so DC 15 dex. Okay. Sacred Flame! Sacred Flame! Uh, misses. Ten points. Radiant damage. Alright, comes in, and you think this thing is like, it's starting to almost fade. Like, sure. it looks... It doesn't look like it's the same thing anymore, but it's still there, but it's just not looking great. Uh, Merch turn. I will swing at it. I don't mess. <laughs> okay. How <laughs> about one more time? Disadvantage. Were you at disadvantage? Yeah, I was yeah. at a disadvantage. What? I rolled a one on the disadvantage deck. What a shocker. Your second attack would lose the disadvantage. I'll swing at it again. 14. Well, yeah, that's a miss. All right, so the con seems seven. a little bit disturbed somehow by the fact that he this sword came through his armor and attacked him and so it throws him off. It doesn't quite happen for him and now it's Hulk's turn. Content me swinging at this one I'm looking. Okay. DC 14. 14's a miss. Alright. And offhand is even less. Alright. <laughs> so guns again trying to, you know, lights getting in your eyes. We'll call it that. Uh, Relox turn. <laughs> Gonna go ahead and second Scorching Ray. Put two and uh, one they've been damaging. Uh, most recently, they're kind of on the one that is on Merc. Okay. Okay. 14, 12, and the off one is uh, 23. Okay. So, corkscrew, corkscrew, and then one of them. Yeah. Still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> the corkscrew description for every miss. Uh, nine. 
<laughs> All right, so most of us have thematic elements when we successfully like, attack. <laughs> this is when they miss. <laughs> so we get these weird ones, and then the last one, just as you're like, seriously, <laughs> it, the last one just drives through it, and it but it's like if it had a heart, you know, you just kind of like bust through it, and it sort of dissipates again. And we get the star effect. So we only have one left, and it's kind of focusing its attention on Lucan. But again, it's pretty much with Lucan and Merc who are side by side. It is its turn. It's going to take a swing at Lucan. This is the first one, and he hits a shield. Oh my gosh, seriously? And he totally like hits against your shield. Lucan's yes. that Lucite steel on that new, is it right? Heck new, yeah. New shield, mm -hmm. right? That new shield just like holds up against it as it sort of beats at your shield. And that Sentinel attack. To, oh, that nice. misses at 11. Yeah, this is a lot. So Lucan, he's beating at your shield. What, what are you gonna do? I am gonna swing right back at him. I love the smell of new shields in the morning. A uh, twenty-seven hits for nine points of damage. So he's hitting at your shield, and it's almost like it's getting tired, which is weird because it's a ghost, <laughs> right? And so just as you, it's hitting at it, you just slide your sword like so, sort of underneath your your shield. You just slide that thing out and sort of whip it through him and the side of him just sort of like almost like a balloon or something it just ruptures pulls open to the side and then just bursts into these little stars nice is there one close by to take my second attack no no, no? that was it That's so that was last one so you're basically okay. stand, you're standing in a, in a tomb that is about 40 by 30 there is one big sarcophagi in the room it is not it does not seem to be opened we don't open I tap on it to see if it taps back. That's actually a good idea. It does not, it does not tap back. Is there any writing on it or a description of who's buried here? Um, there's no writing, but the top of it is carved out like a, a bit of a, almost like a statue. You know, sure. It's got an mm -hmm. image of maybe who's in there. Um, and it kind of looks like that dude. Okay. So it looks like the first one, the one that summoned hmm. the other ones. Does it have a name? Does it have history? No, or It just has a, an image. Um, I want to look around for any... Thing unusual, I guess, around the room. Oh, yeah, I don't notice anything, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and just kind of scope out this, this sarcophagus, see if it looks trapped or anything. Okay. Yep, During the fight, did we hear a little ting after we killed one of these monsters? Like a <laughs> ring fell on the ground or <laughs> Diablo style? Just ghosts. Yeah. That's at 18. Uh, you don't see any traps necessarily. It just looks like okay. it's. You know, very heavy sarcophagi that's been sitting there for a long time. Lucan puts his hand on Hulk's arm and says, we don't open this. You don't open this. Is there I other doors this. out of this room besides the one we came in? No, it doesn't look like it. All right. He puts his arm out in front of Hulk to make it so he can't open like, it. <laughs> and he's looking at everyone else to see what in the world they're thinking. We don't want to disturb the dead. I think we've done that already. Hey, we sure. didn't do this. We're just mopping up the mess. Mm -hmm. And the mess could be inside this. So you want to look inside but not take anything, right? We're not grave sure. diggers. We're not grave or robbers. grave robbers. No, we're archaeologists. <laughs> That's the same thing, John. <laughs> Who's John? I mean, Relot. <laughs> <laughs> we should check push. and make sure that there's nothing. Push. I'm not going to let him push it open. I am totally not going to let him push it open. Hey, look over there! <laughs> he kind of looks over at Merc to see what Merc's thinking. I'm not actually dumb. I'm just a really poor roller. <laughs> I uh, like look at this, and I just shake my head, and I walk out of the room. Hey, Merc, Merc's older than Lucan and Zan, right? 
Uh, we're like in our mid twenties, so I don't know how old you are. Hard to say. Similar. Similar, oh, but okay. like maybe okay. instead of going to school, like you went and did other things. Okay. So you probably appears experience. to be older. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Lucan's gonna let us check this other door. Try not to let Hulk open the sarcophagus. Yeah, I'm going back the other way to the other door. Fine. I kick it, and then I walk away. <laughs> Take four damage for your toe exploding. <laughs> Worth it. Remember, remember when you threw that pork chop on the ground? And your toe sounded like when you kick. All right. So you go to the other, you know, it's sealed just like the last one. Was it locked? It is locked. We're going to make sure everyone's out of the other room before we move on, right? Oh, heck yeah. 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 I'll right, even shut the door, too. Yeah. Okay. Shut the door by <laughs> All right, I will uh, check out that door for the other door for traps. Okay, go ahead and roll. A nineteen um, does not seem to be trapped. Uh, let's see if it's locked. It is locked. Start breaking out the picks again. Lucian's guidance. As soon as he breaks out the picks, she's always got a hand on his shoulder. Lucan's guidance. He pats you on the back. <laughs> <laughs> I voluntarily failed. Oh yeah. You did. <laughs> Lucan's yeah, you did. <laughs> you can't crit yeah. fail a skill check, so you can. You're still like, what are you right. doing? <laughs> Hang on, uh, that's an eleven. He rolled a natural one and a four on the dice. By the way, Lu- Lucian's guidance gave you everything. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> that guy's fault. <laughs> that was the, to unlock, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're having a little bit of trouble with this. It's, yeah. it's, it's all flustered now. Down. What's it made of? Can't rob I'm still bitter over the whole sarcophagus thing. The lock and <laughs> and then and you decide to touch me. You're a stone. Just we can't. What's the lock made of? Robin Graves. Does it look rusted? You're not using anything. Hey, Lucan. Yes. I bet you can't kick the door in. Um, are you going to roll a persuasion to see if you can get me to fall for that? <laughs> <laughs> Make what a good what check. What? <laughs> Wait, what do I roll? Maybe what that's the problem. Is that Brian allows too many things to be. Rolls. Yeah, yeah, I get you. And then complains about how D20s are gross. <laughs> well, D20s are terrible. <laughs> see? What am I rolling to see if. Uh, yeah, oh, it would be an inside check. Sure, sure. Heck see yeah. if he's goading you. See if you realize it. I rolled an 11. What'd you get? I rolled a 17, sir. <laughs> I totally got you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I can kick that down. All right. I go to kick it down. Yeah, I'm going to sit there and scoff at the whole, like, just make it a straight check. I rolled a natural one on my strength. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, oh, you're you're gonna feel that tomorrow. Oh yeah. You basically slam into the door and it doesn't move and Use your foot or your shoulder. You kinda you, feel like yeah. you might have broken a rib. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> I really thought he could have done that. As, uh, this is a sturdy door. This Can we try door. one more time, perhaps? <laughs> you know, I bet there's a key in that sarcophagus. <laughs> Why would they lock there a key to a, a door in the sarcophagus? No, it doesn't make sense. Because nobody I, would expect it. Uh, can, no let's key. do it there's together. No one more time. You can do it with advantage. All right. All right. So the two of them are going to force the door open. I'm going to start inching back down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled the exact same number on both. <laughs> you didn't roll ones. I rolled a twelve total. All right, with advantage twelve. It does. It does actually uh, move for you. It, it doesn't pop right open or anything like that. But you knock the sort of the mechanism on the lock sort of loose, and so if you give it a little bit more of a shake, it'll pop open for All you. All right. So you step into a room. It is thirty by twenty. There are four sarcophagi in the base. They don't seem to have been bothered. 
And there's nothing else here. Really? I will knock on him. Uh, any ghosts? Yeah, that's a good idea. Here, ghost. And this, ghost, this is a ghost, dead ghost, end as well, Mark? Seems to be a dead end at this point. All right, I'll roll a perception test, see if I notice anything unusual. Okay. I rolled a 10. Anybody else looking to? You want to like, sure. give them advantage, maybe? Let's investigate. Uh, we, I'll investigate. Yeah, some people have better <laughs> investigations than I think Lucan does. Mm. I'll oh, assist you. There's investigation. You I'll give you a advantage. No good. <laughs> What'd you get total? Uh, 12. Once around the room, I get a 14 perception. 18. So everybody's sort of like looking around and mm-hmm. getting each other's way. and We're just kind of making sure there's not any other threats in here. Relop, you notice that there's a little spot along. There's a sarcophagi in each corner. If you look at the sarcophagi in the southwest corner, the floor on it seems to be a little bit higher than the rest of the room. It's really minute. But you just sort of notice the difference. Like, you kind of almost like you're, you stub your toe on it for a second, and you're like, wait a minute. There's a weird sort of level right here that seems to be a little bit higher than everything else. Well, can you take a look at this? Sure. You want uh, perception or investigation? Investigation's fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lucian's guidance. Lucan's guidance. <laughs> yeah, that worked great for Stop us. Stop touching last him. <laughs> you're screwing it up. Stop it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, right? <laughs> you rolled that again? Yeah. 12. Yes. <laughs> All right. It really doesn't take much because you just put enough pressure on it. Basically, something gives, and like that doesn't seem to be trapped necessarily. It's just it's a mechanism. And so you, you push on it, and something gives, and you hear something move within that sarcophagi. Like something rolls or, you know, sort of grinds together a little bit. Something opened up. Okay, we're talking. I don't care what you one. say. We need to open this one. Did we all hear that? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah the, like echoes through the room. Oh, Everybody the sort of hears like kind of look on everybody. <laughs> like it's an okay. Indiana Jones now, moment where you put you like push four. a button and suddenly you know what like rolled uh, into place. I, yeah. I will say this: if there's a body in there, may, maybe just to be safe, we burn it. That'd be fine. We'll see. Yeah, we'll okay. see what it is. All right. Do you two want to take the lid? Sure. Merkin. Yep. Roll strength and advantage. Uh, Zan will be off the side with her shield um, and sword out, right. ready to go. Other than I'm going to roll the 15. Other than you oh, can't yeah. seem to roll. So totally moves, and there is a stairway coming down from the sarcophagi. Is there well, a light then. down there? Uh, there's not light <clears throat> coming from down there. Is it going south or west? It's going magenta. It's going south. <laughs> magenta. Cyan. We went to plaid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Light on... The lucite rod. Give it back to Merc. Sure. Merc, would you like to lead the way on this one? Sure. Go down the stairs. That was generous of you. I think uh, my I think my rib's broken. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody rolls their initiative. You walk down and, and it actually curves off to the right for a second. And you sort of it spells out into a cavern. And this one's it's a tomb. It's another room. It's completely the same construction. It was just hidden. It is probably twenty by thirty. There's a sarcophagi uh, off to one side, so basically as you enter, you sort of enter in the corner of the room and it's on the far side of the wall. And in the middle of the room is a, a spectral figure, just like the hero that we saw before. This time though, not in armor, more in robes. And so this one uh, goes to... Just FYI, work was first in the marching line. Right. So, <laughs> <that matters>. <laughs> <laughs> And Zan says you're welcome. <laughs> I'm gonna die horribly. 
<laughs> yeah, you are. You're wearing the hoodie for All right. it. Um, <laughs> so, basically, see, and it's kind of skeletal, much like the other one, and it sort of puts its hand out, sort of reaches out and just puts its hand together, like it's almost like it's like squeezing for your heart or something like that. And oh, can I expel it? So you know what? Actually, this is a this is an ability. So oh, oh okay. Ah. Okay, so sorry. Yeah, this is an ability. So you are basically you feel this pain in your chest, and it's a, like almost icy pain, and it catches you. Actually, rolled really poorly. <laughs> I'm okay with that. You basically take nine points of necrotic damage. Rolled bad. As it sort of squeezes at you, I rolled terrible. terrible. Seventy-five points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> so, as everybody sort of, is it a male or female figure? Uh, male. Okay. Uh, presumably, I mean, it's a little bit hard to tell because it's, it's kind of skeletal. It's you know, it's see-through. Oh, it's skeletal. Kind of glowing blue and that kind of thing. But the dress and that kind of the way it's dressed and things like that, you, you get the impression that it's male. Just totally reaches out and kind of squeezes it, Merc, and you actually do see him sort of stagger as he enters the room. That's pretty much his turn. So at this point, we go to Lucan. You see this thing standing there. It's got, you know, these kind of glowing robes. The one thing that is different about it, though, is or that stands out among it, because the whole thing is blue, but there's one sort of amulet hanging from it, and that amulet has kind of a green glow to it. So the whole thing's got this sort of okay. blue glow, but there is something that has a green glow in the center of it. If Lucan charges it, will he be able to take a swing? Mm-hmm. So he oh, yeah. he closer. charges and gives out a yell the entire time there, and I'm going to target the amulet on the okay. swing. Alright, I'm going to, basically if you do that I'm going to up the AC in a sense, right? Yep. So I'll sort of add to his AC. Now, if I do a divine smite on this, I would still do damage to it, I would assume. Or so you want to you want to wait till you hit before you do the divine yeah. smite, right? But yeah, the idea is that you would do damage to the yeah. amulet if that's what you're trying. Or, to. Yeah, okay. I'm going for the amulet. All right. Okay. Does a running charge and yells the entire time. Twenty-five. That'll hit. We're divine smiting. I'm, I'm targeting the amulet, so I'm not. I'll just roll normal. I uh, rolled an eight. So come in and you strike it. And it definitely hits the amulet. Kind of seems to push the image back of the of the sorcerer or whatever we're calling him. And part of the green light sort of burst, bursts out of one side. And you recognize too that as that happens, there's definitely a kind of a crescent going on on the, the amulet. Like you see, you see the light coming through, and there's sort of this dark crescent in front of the light. Oh no! Yeah, but it bursts <laughs> off of one side, just sort of shoots, and literally like hits the wall and like beams up the wall. So you hit it, you did damage to the amulet, you didn't destroy it, but it, it definitely did something. You bust off the side and this, and this energy sort of shoot off to one side. Uh, he recognizes the symbol, right? And... I want to take my second swing if I can. All right, or, yeah. I'm taking a uh, my second swing, I'm going to target that amulet again. I rolled a 16. 16 is going to miss. Yes, yep. So you kind of swing towards it. It kind of sees what you're doing. It sort of steps aside and almost starts to cover the amulet, in fact. I'm going to relapse turn. going to go ahead and go back to uh, Scorching Ray. Yeah, two corkscrews and 20... <laughs> something. He's just calling up Scorchers now. 25. Just give it up. Let's call everything Scorchers. Uh, four. Four. All right. So, pew, pew, and then this one smacks into it, paying attention to Lucan, and kind of turns and, and gives a look at Relop as you know this burst of fire hits it, and that brings us to Zane. 
how big is this room corridor we're in? 20 by 30, you said? 20, yeah, 20 by 30. Okay, it's not that tight of quarters, I guess, in comparison. So, she'll step out into that room. Sacred flame! Nope. <laughs> <laughs> she'll hold the sword up with light emanating from it. Lucian's servants protect me, and she'll cast this thing. And this radiant energy shoots around her in a 15-foot radius all the way around her. And three Valkyrie-style guardians appear around her and start swirling around. So this is spiritual guardians. Okay. It is a third level spell. It's a 15-foot radius around her. I can choose which creatures aren't affected by it. Guess what? All of my friends are fine. But anybody else that's coming into it, it's going to have their speed, and they have to make wisdom saving throws of 15, or they take 3d8 damage halved if they save radiant damage. Okay. So there's these Valkyries spinning around her, attacking anything that comes close to her. Okay, what's the radius on it? 15. 15. Okay. So from her, it's another three squares out, three squares out in all directions. Okay. So she's going to advance to the mage and envelop Lucan in it, but hit the mage with it. So the mage will have to make the save. Okay. And if they stay in that, they're going to have to make it at the beginning of their tur- every turn, they stay in it. Okay. And I'm sorry, what's the damage that they... Uh, it'll, be, it'll be 3d8 radiant if they... And then half if they save. So it's going to affect them right away, right? Yes. So she's going to advance up on... He needs to make the wisdom save now, and then for every turn, he stays there. So what would that one do? I, it takes all of it. <laughs> That's about it. 10 points of damage. And it's halved speed. Because it's basically fighting through all these weird Valkyrie angels flying around and hitting. Okay. So everybody sees these angels sort of <laughs> coming to being and start whipping around. This is the first time this has been cast. Right? Yes. Yep. So and they all look like kind of women new. figures, you know, women angel figures. Okay. Is that a choice or is that part of it? You choose. All right. So that brings us to Merc. I would like to bonus action. Around. Second one. For not that much. But hey, oh, you're healing a little? Better than a kick in the teeth. Definitely. Since you just got hit with Bigby's heart attack. Bigby has a heart attack? What? Yeah. Or whatever the spell he threw at you. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's still better than Bigby's prostate. Whoa! <laughs> 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 Can I close in with this guy as well? <clears throat> yes. Because I want two. Right. I would like to circle time. around so he has to go <laughs> further through the... the bring, this, like, tightening him up against the... The spiritual guardians. Sure. At this point, basically, one of the small mm-hmm. issues that might come into play here is that you basically have Lucan and Merc up against the, the... Well, I want to make it so like he has an out, but he has to go a long way through the spiritual guardians. Gotcha. All right. You can go out, but you're going to take some hits doing so, okay. right? I didn't declare what I was swinging at, so this is the guy. That would be a 23. That'll hit. 13. I can't do math, apparently. All right. Take your swing, and again, it's a little bit like the, the last one where... It doesn't like it. It moves through and sort of backs off. Um, you do like the fact that you have a magical enchanted weapon at this point because you're definitely feeling a difference when you're fighting something like this. But it's, it's still not destiny. Uh, so we got him again. I hit him for, I uh, hit with 21, I'm assuming. Yep, yep. 10. All right. And again, similar idea. If it doesn't like it, sort of bats it around and it's holster. All right. There's a opening by him still or yeah i think fair enough because he kind of okay, said he wanted to let him he wanted to let him be able to come out so at this point right. we're completely going to envelop this thing there's okay. nobody else that can come into melee which doesn't matter a whole lot with who with our party but just yeah. so you know we, we've definitely filled our gaps natural 20. <laughs> this is going to be a big number yeah yeah, yeah it is the heck yeah. out of it it's like this is so much i can't add it <laughs> I need a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> 50 <laughs> points of damage. Cool. Yes! Nice. 
50 buddies. <laughs> yeah, really. You're both ramped to 50. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Strikes this thing and it just freaks out, basically. It's just like, what? Um, it, uh, it <laughs> out, we like, hear the ghost say, what? what? It, well, it does get like a screech, right? And it definitely turns around and sort of like hones in on you. Hi! Um, turns into screech from Say by the Bell. What? It d- does this thing again where it starts to like reach over and like reach at your chest. So it's f- focusing on Hogue because it does not like at all what yeah, just happened. I, I, I can't blame him for that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and Hogue, you're going to feel this icy chill at your chest and it hits you for 22 points of necrotic damage. That's Told you rough. I rolled bad with That's where that nine yeah. went from jump to yeah. that. Alright, so suddenly like, oh, and damage. you just almost like your just body just locks up for yeah. a second and you just feel like chilled to your bones. Oh, I don't think that pork chop was good. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of yeah, you some pork chop. Lucan. Alright. So I will crit it with like four sixes. Three sixes. Three sixes and a five. And a five. Nice. Yeah, he's going to, uh, Lucan's just going to give out a big yell, and I'm going to try to Divine Smite this bad boy. Okay. All right. He rolls a 25. Dude. And we are going to roll lots of damage. I'm oh, sorry, did you say you're focusing on the amulet, or are you just saying that? I'm just swinging at him okay. now. Yep. Okay. Seeing that other people didn't hit it, and he realized he could just kind of go for 31 points of damage on that guy. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> <laughs> And no more for the night. I'm all spent. Oh, it started its turn in my thing. It needs to make another save. Unless it moved uh, out of the spiritual garden. Don't worry, I'm um, Killian right now. So, well... <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, then never mind. Basically, <laughs> Lucan takes his sword and just sort of looking at that amulet, and he's just like, you know what? Forget it. It just slices, <laughs> and he cuts through and sort of takes its head off. And then he's kind of like, was that the way to go? Because does this thing care if its head's off? You know, the head sort of floats for just a second. And then the whole thing just sort of explodes in the stars. And, Sweet. you know, these little sort of cinders washes over you. Okay. And it's gone. And then that amulet actually floats for just a second in the air and just drops around and just shatters. Hmm. And that green, whatever light it was, dissipates around and sputters out. And Ooh. you said it had a crescent moon shape? It did, yeah. Don't, don't we do like it. A, yeah, he's breathing. Yeah. Lucan yells, uh, hold your breath, and... Cover face. Kind of starts to try to back up from it a bit. Okay. Religion check to see which. Uh, well, we know who that is, don't we? Well, the we symbol, symbol that we know was an eclipse. Yeah. Well, we saw the crescent moon one in the temple ground. Did that we? was not. That was. Yeah, an we go ahead and make a check and see if okay. it makes sense. I thought we had established that it kinda, was. Kind of. You know, he, he's just kind of trying to clarify. Sure, sure, sure. I want to say at least eighteen. Here, I'll do the same. Eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think it makes a lot of sense that this must be a knock symbol. Maybe this was somebody that followed knock back in yeah. the day, and something that happened on night's day sort of awakened whatever was happening. Is there a sarcophagus in this room? There is, yep. We should open this one. Okay. This one, maybe we open and burn it. If that amulet is in there, we should destroy the amulet as well. A whole Lucan walks up to you and puts his hand on you, and light appears from his hand, and you heal up. You had 22 damage? Yeah. It's all gone, buddy. Uh, nice. He's such Jeez. a nice boy. He, not only is he a good healer, but he actually knew how many damage you'd taken. <laughs> you said he was you see, I calculate the velocity of the sword. I was going to give you a D4 healing word and then call good. So, um, all right, so we're going to pop pop this thing open. <laughs> yeah. Who's opening up? 
I'm assuming the two strong guys. Uh, Lucan and Merc, let's do this. Come here, check for traps. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Oh, <laughs> oh <good> yeah. Idea. <laughs> Old holes, you trickster. Lucan's guidance. <laughs> Stop through that. <laughs> this yeah. is like a two again. <laughs> Stop touching him. Looks fine. Looks fine. A big yeah. pat on the back every right. time. Damn like, it. Zan touches him. Not you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let's I go with that. <laughs> you heard me. All right. So, pop it open. Yeah. It kind of creaks open like it hasn't been open for, you know, ridiculous Then it explodes. Dust sort of comes off of it as you open it up. And there is a body laying there. He has, you know, it's a skeleton, you know, and it's wearing robes. It does look similar to what you saw. Hands over chest. There is a necklace that has sort of a crescent symbol. It doesn't, it's not glowing or anything like that. There is also a sword with sort of a golden hilt. It's like almost like scabbarded, but maybe the scabbard is rotted away, but it's sort of laying next to it. So the sword, long sword, short sword, long sword. Does it have a red jewel on it? Um, it doesn't, but it has tiger's eyes. So it almost looks like, like they're a cat polished eye, up, cat. so they look kind of like cat's eyes. So Ooh. it looks like the Thundercat sword. Oh! Yes. Hello. I'm going to cast uh, Ritual Detect Magic. Okay. Relap. Ten minutes, right? So we're going to hang for ten minutes while he does that. Relap, right. can you tell if these things are cursed? I'm working on that. Okay. We'll let him do his ten minutes. The sword lights up. The amulet does not. We get this in that ten minutes, is there anything else in the room? Can we or another uh, exit or seems to be. Do I see any other? Do a quick walk around the crypt. Mutilate the body. Okay, Um, it's for ten minutes. Yeah, nothing else jumps out. Yeah. Okay, I'd like to identify the sword if I could. Okay, so we're gonna spend another ten minutes. Yeah. Everybody good with that? Sure. We're leaving the sword in there right now, right? Until we do this. Yeah, I'm not touching it. When we're ready, but you to actually have place, to touch we'll it to cast the spell. That's what like, in, in the description of the spell it says you have to touch it the whole time. I'll do it through Tucker. Okay. Squirrel jumps in the sarcophagus. What's Tucker? What's yeah, Tucker owl, right, right, right now? An owl. Owl pops yeah. pops up, sort of flutters down, sits on this sword. The owl is possessed by a demon. Well, Khan always kind of gives a smile when he sees the owl. Weirdo. What? What? What'd you say? You know why he smiles when he sees the owl, right? What do we got? It's evil. Give it dun, to Lucan. It's not evil. Ow. Huh. Just give it to Lucan. Or Zan. Doesn't matter. Or to Norman. Or Norman. We'll give it to Norman. Unless Here. our wagon's gone, then we kill Norman. <laughs> we find him and we hunt him down. Mm-hmm. So it might be worth maybe reading aloud and people yeah. can decide who it goes to. <laughs> if that, if you know, there's a good amount of dead space We here. could just sit and watch you read it for a while if you want. <laughs> uh, it says Lucerne. Is it Lucerne? I think it's Larson, right? Yeah, Larson. Larson's torch. It's a magic weapon that warns you of danger. While it is on your person, you have an advantage on initiative rolls. In addition, you and any of your companions within 30 feet of you can't be surprised except when incapacitated by something other than non-magical sleep. Hmm. Weapon automatically awakens you and your companions within range if any of you are sleeping naturally when combat begins. That thing is loaded. Yeah. But it, like, and you just have to have it on you, right? Uh, it's a, we have to look at it. It's a w- weapon of warning. So we'd have to look at it. And it's plus one? Wow. Or is it just a... Uh, two, you know, two, it's two. funny. A lot of those are. Like, a lot of them that, like, say that 
the other thing I just touched up, but like it'll be sort of an automatic weapon or uh, plus one or something. Like that. that thing's crazy. That would fix your initiative problems and give you yet another magic item. <laughs> <laughs> but it wouldn't be a. It would be How many magic items do you have? Two, technically. Oh, because. It, yeah, it, it, I don't, it actually I don't does not, not say anything about a plus one. So okay, so yeah. it's just a standard sword. So it's it's, also it, it is magical. Yeah, right. So yeah. you would have and a it benefit. It's loaded with but, amazing uh, benefits. It's only a longsword. Like, carries longswords as backup, apparently. I'd, I'd carry it on me if you guys wanted me to. I don't need yeah. it. Does it say you have to be welded, or can you just carry it? It says, it it on, says on your person. You get the benefit to that. Unless Luke wants. Do you want it? No, you, uh, you can take it if you want. Paper, rock, scissors. So it gives advantage on... Boulders, parchment, shears. It gives advantage on, yeah, on initiative. initiative. You basically and then get, hel- yeah. and as a guard dog for us, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I won't lie, I like the idea of Lucan wearing it because he's always trying to guard everybody and yep. watch yeah, over yeah, everybody. He'll let you get first and get in front. Fluff-wise. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay with but that. But that... I'm down. That's fine. Hmm. The fact is, cool. is like I'm always carrying these all these extra swords anyway, so... Just one last. All right. Lucan's got it. Got it. That's part of the deal. That earlier tonight, he was like, "Hey, did did you notice if Merc walked out with a bunch of with a staff on him because he was trying to figure out where his stuff was when it was just him?" And Boblin's answer was like, "That guy carries all kinds of stuff on him. I don't know. He's got swords everywhere." <laughs> I do have two great swords in. Long sword or no, two long swords with so great there, sword. There also I didn't mention there's also a, a big urn, like a like a big vase basically oh. next to the Sarcophagus. Sarcophagus. If yeah. you wanted to you want to investigate that. Sure. Yeah, pop it open. I was gonna do it while he was doing the ten minute ritual. I was asking if there's anything else in the room. Um oh. it is full of gold. Ooh. The what? <laughs> Stamped with the knot symbol of knock. Good luck spinning. Yeah, this is where like do I know the, what this uh, would be for? Is this a ritual thing? Are all like, this is the city. Wait a minute. Yeah, would we, hang on, would we hang feel on, hang good on. about taking this? Yeah, what is ritual's like circumstance of having this here? The gold, you mean? Yeah. In some of the older, this is an old crypt, right? And yeah. so in some of the older crypt, they might have believed that you needed some wealth in the afterlife. Obviously, this guy was not a good guy. There are people that followed Nock in the past before he turned evil, but That's a good point. as much as, I mean, we've already kind of disturbed the body because we're going to destroy the amulet and we're going to destroy the body. So you took the sword out of there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So she'll do a sacred flame on the body to burn the body in the sarcophagus to okay. Im- immolate that and to try to destroy the amulet as well. Well, let's, right. let's set it on fire when we're ready to leave because uh, we're going to set have a bunch of smoke and stuff potentially well yeah, but he she's using sacred flame which would be radiant damage oh okay so yeah. she's just dry right. like burning I gotcha. and, and, and I gotcha. cleansing the body of it that's Are cool t- taking the gold with you yeah like opening that yeah she would take the gold with her he's not gonna this town this. might not even know about this little secret i don't think they do now that i think about it but yeah. let's take this but we've destroyed the body we've gotten the weapon this is obviously the source of how all these skeletons were raised how those other ghosts were raised We've cleansed this area of what would cause more problems for the townspeople. I don't know enough about that first ghost to know what his sarcophagus was and what it was for. So I think that's why we should investigate it some more. <laughs> you know what? I would be willing to go investigate it if we burn the body afterwards. Okay. It might not be a bad idea, honestly, to burn all the bodies in here if this place is That's haunted. what I was trying to say the whole time. <laughs> you didn't say burning bodies. Yeah, you never mentioned that. Oh, I didn't. No, <laughs> more than I. Sounds like you just sure. followed along. I'm pretty sure you were just uh, trying to loot. Implied. 
I'm I'm it pointing was an implied immolation. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. I'm pointing Larson's torch at you like you're just trying to grave rob you. <laughs> <laughs> and I got this jar full of like gold pieces. Yeah, yeah. counting. <laughs> Shame on you. Uh, so uh, you probably should have loved with the burning of the bodies. I'll dump the vase out on the floor of this room to see how much is there. Okay, three thousand nine hundred three gold. The what now? <laughs> 3,903? 3, Why How much does that make it divisible by five? <laughs> Go ahead and Scrooge McDuck that and just kind of roll around in it a bit, you know? It's all stamped it's in been, a... Uh, swimming that money bin like Carl Barks drew it. It's stamped with the symbol of knock. No, but it's, it's, all, it's all stamped... Um, like first... Sort of first empire. Yeah. You know, it's mm. very old, old coin. Typically when you find, and this is not uncommon, you, like you see coin from the old empire, so it's not like you've never seen it before or sure. whatever, but this is all from that okay. era. Um, and it's very common that you see sort of the, uh, you see like an emperor with like the laurels on his head, much like the whole idea of, you know, what, like what relapse, what relapse got kind of. Relapse. Okay. Um, and then on the other side, it's very emperor. common that you'll see something like the Colosseum of Prince Holm, mm. but you see it in its... Entirety, like yeah. back when before it was kind of half ruined and Ru- things like that. What are we getting, sir? Seven hundred and eighty, and I will be giving three gold to the sexton. <laughs> Here's Perfect. what we found. Perfect. <laughs> there were some bodies in there. We immolated them. It's like, oh, thank you. Here's these three gold. <laughs> we're like whistling. Did we clear this? And, or no, we no, gotta we got to do this last. We're gonna check our last sarcophagus. We're done with all the rooms and ways to go. Yep. Right. Yep. Right. The yeah, one you mean the like, one that with um, the ghost, the ghost sword guy. The original. Go- okay. Yeah. We're going back to that. We're, we're gonna go We're gonna burn all the guy bodies and we're gonna burn all the bodies in the sarcophagi and. Okay. Oh, and I guess we have those three in the room with the secret one. Yeah. If there's bodies in there too, sure. See if any of more of them have the amulet. No. Yeah. You find that there are some skeletons in there that did not seem to move for okay. some reason. Like there wasn't any animation there. In the one with the four. Yeah. The one that with the sort of sword wielding yeah. one. He you know, there's an old sword in there with him that seems to be pretty nice, but it doesn't have any glow to it if you, you probably ten spend yeah. ten minutes with him. But it does it definitely the image of the body laying there, the skeletal mm-hmm. remains, looks a lot like what you fought. And so okay. it makes a little bit of sense that you sort of fought so him. So we should take that sword this. too. I think we should give it, give it to the townspeople. Okay. We'll go ahead and do that and let's burn the bodies. Yep. And then you guys can go back and check on Norman, and I think Zan and I will stay back for just a little bit and do some prayers to... Sure. She's doing last rites on all of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I've lost interest in this then. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Out the door Pork I go. Chops. <laughs> hey, Hulk, would you like to join... Hulk? Oh, wait, what? Oh. So you you go out, sort of tell him that everything mm-hmm. is fine, and, and he's very appreciative. I'll he's give a- him the sword from the one guy. Okay. Yeah, and he's... He's very excited about that. It's an actually pretty seat. decent shape. I mean, yeah. Nothing horribly special about it. It's just a nice old sword. He's excited about that. He's excited about the three gold that he's handed by a relop. <laughs> and he's he, he's very appreciative of what you're doing. He tries to hand the three gold back. You know, I should be paying you sort of thing. He says. Thank you for watching our cart and horses. So you go back, and by, by this time, it's starting to get dark out, and the pig roast is kind of... It's going to be a thing soon. She'll be able to go and feast uh-huh. and that kind of stuff. Let's do that. So you're going to spend the rest of the evening kind of partying it up a little bit, I, I assume. Sure. Are you going to kind of camp on your own, or are you looking for you, a place you in guys, town? You guys notice Lucan's not up for partying. He's being very reserved and hanging out at the wagon. That's fair. 
I'm, Which you uh, know is kind of not like him for these type of events. Really? Likes. Okay. I wasn't sure if you were just never like this. or. Okay. Now you can tell that something's yeah. off with him. I'm not, uh, I'm not going to drink as heavily this time. <laughs> it's best not to that. drink heavily around light feet. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> you just get so offended by everything. <laughs> just giving you a warning. We're just going to just huff off on that. <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot wait till Hulk is totally robbed. That would be great. Oh, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Except I'll for just, those swords. I kind of want him to keep the swords. It. That's all. Yeah. Just find you in a ditch with no money. That's what I meant. Walk away. So you're just by the cart. Wait, yeah, where are we staying? Are we camping out, or do That's you guys want to stay asking. at an inn? Yeah. What do you think? There's, there's not a pro- there's not a proper inn in Edgefield. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a tavern. Stay. There's you know like yeah. You, you could find a place. They would find a place for you to stay, but like it wouldn't be like a true inn. Yeah, that's fine. We could just stay out. Don't have to bother anybody in the city. I would say we could set up camp on the other side of the city, away from the carnival. Yeah, just okay. to be by the graveyard, away from numbers of people. Well, yep. we know that's safe, so we should yeah. probably double check the graveyard and make sure there's nothing else coming out of it. Thriller, thriller. Like, oh, they Do the dance. That's sweet. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and uh, cast a dual alarm around the uh, wagon. What is it? Dual alarm. Oh, alarm. Cast gotcha. alarm. I walk to the uh, the fair, get some pork, go back to the wagon, call it an early night. Okay. Mm-hmm. They hand you this big greasy mess of pork, right? Like again, yeah. it's there's no plates. They're, they're just all like, "Here you go." They're excited to hand it to you. Clearly not a just like literally just sliding. Like, <laughs> just your hands are just sliding with <laughs> grease. Yeah. Before he gets back to the cart, she will want to come to Lucan. Do I know, like, do you have a favorite dessert or anything of something that would be at the festival? She would bring you something that she oh, thought you would like if she thought oh, it would raise your about, spirits. He'd be all about that pork. Okay. Pulled She'd pork. bring you some of that. <laughs> Whatever Thanks. she thought was your favorite. Literally pulled pork. Yeah, like, just rip it off and hang it. Yeah. Something the matter? Uh, things have been hard, Zan. What do you mean? Well, you know, things were going so well during our training and life was looking great. And the whole Night's Day thing came along, and everything's just kind of been flipped around in my head. In what way? Well, you know, today was one of the first days I was reluctant to help someone. You mean Norman? Yeah. You didn't want to help him? My initial thought was that I couldn't trust him. So you're having a problem with trust? It's hard to know. I mean, there's people, knock agents are looking like you, looking like anybody. Like, I don't know. It's it's just been tough. Well, I think it's a common problem. I have trouble trusting people a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can just get some rest. We'll see how things go. I'm here if you need me. She'll put her head on his shoulder. And... Thanks, sis. And then... Hulk will come up with full Hulk of pork. Bedtime <laughs> collapse. <laughs> yeah, what I haven't really like demolished, I'll just like set off to Luke. And, Here you go. <laughs> He's doing all the meat. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Hulk. Curl up in my corner of the wagon and just sleep. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. Please check out our D4 on the Floor website at d4onthefloor.com. That's the letter D, the number four, onthefloor.com for more great gaming content. So, uh, Hudson, did you eat Arby's today? I certainly did, because I got all the meat. Did you really? Oh, you did? <laughs> oh, you do have an Arby's cup. I didn't notice that. That's funny. John. Did you really? Oh, Lance, I'm sorry we failed and couldn't go to Arby's today. Yeah, but what? Lance, right. Lance asked it, it him. It was Arby's to... day, and Brian didn't go. I know. You didn't go to Arby's? No. Yo, he went to the Scarlet Harlot. Something, he even told me that. Something called homework got in my way. It's lame. I know. Monkeys! It's a carnival! Undead demon monkeys. Oh, I didn't know they were undead demon monkeys. Oh they were hiding and I couldn't detect them. Yes! Annihilate the world. What is this fallen hero? He- what? Hero? Hiro? Gyro. Hero. I think it's pronounced Gyro. Gyro? Gyro. Ah, cucumber sauce. What's that? No, uh, Merck's just illiterate. I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a quick Russian break, and then so when you get back, what's your plan, John? Just so I know, like um, when you guys just... all see it. Shots, shots, probably shots, get uh... shots, shots. Um. <laughs> Somebody How much is... Somebody take a picture of Lance. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid critter <girl. laughs> no, <laughs> <edit>. Intensify. He's, <laughs> he's, he's amazed. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid twitch notes. I sound engineer this thing! <laughs> so, uh, I guess I don't have a card ready for this. Uh... What? <laughs> Blasphemy. Preparation. The one thing I was short on this week, I, I actually was trying to find cards and John showed. Oh, way to go, John. Thanks. Jesus. You're ruining last week. You're ruining the night. No, it's just where we are. You you're ruining where I was. Bitch. We're going to have to vote you out next Bye. episode. Survivor style. <laughs> okay. I think I won the immunity challenge because I just killed 12 skeletons in one go.